dopest flyers, OG pin flyers, 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 dopest flyers, flyers. Flyers, dopest flyers, OG pin pass the gangster player, hardcore motherfucker. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist, is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence, blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence. We hold these shoes to be self evident. We'll hold this sauce. What? 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 It was one of those go-go things. It was a oh. thing. It, it is a thing that is oh, yeah. often said Are in the go-go. Mm-hmm. Hold the sauce. Oh, or hold it sauce. Hold it okay. sauce. Okay. Sauce okay, is a drummer. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. So since we, <laughs> I was gonna say, welcome to Nerds in Luxury. You're listening to episode forty-two. Two. two. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, does she know? No, I had a, a thing. <laughs> No, because... I, I because, thought you because, were killing time like someone help me. Oh, so yes, I was. I was. I was. I was. But it's 42. Somebody, anybody? Well, no, because uh, the last episode, Wise came up to me and he was like... Oh, wow. Uh, in post? He was like, yeah, in post-production because we're like, we, you know, he's doing all the editing and I'm trying to get all the social media stuff together on the back end. And he goes, shit, what episode is this? 42? You said forty something, and, and I was like, "No, I never said that. No, I never said that." And I'm like, like "Somebody I'm in the said forty one. Yeah, somebody so said forty one." I had to 41. go back. I realized it after, and I was like, "I had to." Yeah, and then he came back, and he's like, "I'm sorry." And I was just it like, wasn't her. I was I like, first blamed her because <laughs> it's a very fragile time after we initially record because it's like we have to get the timing right, and you know, we've got to get the social media right you know i'm very picky about the photos and things like that so it's just kind of like that timing where it's like if i don't post it by this day by this time and then he's yeah, under it has a to schedule. be relevant yeah so it's just it takes like, like it takes every two episodes take about five epi- five hours to edit yeah wow so yeah it's it's really cool but i i just so that the, all of so, you on the back those of you listening we work hard we work hard we work for hard no for no money but, <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> So hard for So I had a moment of nostalgia, I guess it would be, as when? I was driving home from work after a very long day. <clears throat> and I was like, I want to listen to some go go. Actually, I started singing <laughs> Cedro's theme song. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the word by Junkyard Band. I opened Apple Music to just see what would pop up and surprisingly enough they have a pretty extensive collection of Mm go-go so my favorite i guess (laughs) go-go as sosa talked about them being on tapes Mm -hmm. or cds back in the day my favorite was go-go live at wilmer's park (laughs) that was your favorite tape that was my favorite tape really so i was trying to find yeah yeah high school wilmer's park wilmer's park Everyone just called it Wilmer's Park, that tape. Well, that like, was yeah. what it was. When they that was the it, official like, got that Wilmer's Park? title. Huh. And so I decided to, while I was driving home, look up some go-go songs. And <clears throat> I realized that it's like 20 minutes of the same <laughs> and every now and again you will have them yell something rant like hold yeah. it sauce yeah. so um <laughs> like 
I, that's just oh, the way it works. Sauce. So, <laughs> the racist in me for a moment—that needs to be a whole segment. The racist in me rose up, and I was like, "I see why white people don't like this jungle music because it's like—I mean—and as 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 an individual who was born in Georgetown Hospital, raised in the, the DMV Ooh, area, Georgetown Hospital, right—that <laughs> <laughs> was the seventies. Yeah, I was only um, in Washington Hospital. I, I totally. <laughs> understand and appreciate what go-go music is and what it brings and the fact that there really is no other type of there's not a lot of music out there like it's 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 an original so i appreciate that just i just began to wonder though like how do people like put this in their car and listen to it while they're driving because it's the same like well at, at some point for me i would just i don't know the problem the, the thing about go-go and the reason why it never really took off as a com- in the larger commercial markets is that they couldn't take that and condense it down to a three three minute and thirty second song. Get in a recording studio, okay, record right. it. They ne- like very few people actually did that. So so I think it, Northeast Groovers did a. North, they did. I mean, jun- junkyard, junkyard, junkyard did, that junkyard record did. was on Def Jam. Okay, that record was on Def Jam, so that was recorded in the studio. You know what I mean? Like that was like, but a lot of guys never did that, and and. It's so the it's a very live performance. Right, type Sosa of music. bought that up. That it it is it is it's a concert. Right, yeah. you're getting but, the full. It's also it's also a subgenre of funk. Yeah, and and you know and funk like when you if you ever been to a funk show, mm. Earth Wind and Fire will play fucking September for fucking twenty five minutes <laughs> if they feel like it. Like yeah. if that if the crowd is feeling it, they will like so. And jazz, jazz too. There's a, a jazz element. Jazz songs are 15, 20 minutes long all the time, but. That's really the what my always whenever I talk to the old go-go heads is like man you know if y'all could just get this shit in a studio to a click track but I think that's like, what makes go-go beautiful in a way because it, it's just like it's untamed and you really like if you're not recording it live at the right place at the right time like it, that's the, it's an experience. The fun part. It's an experience. It's definitely it's an experience. It's an experience. As someone has who has never had. been to the go-go yeah. in their lives, yeah. it's an experience. Yeah. Like, it's not... And honestly, also, it's something that you have to... You can't just really, in my opinion, <clears throat> listening to go-go... Go-go's not a passive... Um, not a passive form of music. After a while, the rhythm is going to get you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're going to start moving does. and gyrating and blues shouting along with it. Yeah. And it's just something that you 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 kind of have to feel it. Yeah. So, like, I can understand what you're saying. I don't understand but, how but people it's, just it, listen it's to funny, it. It's funny, like, because I, I was a hip-hop head. Um, I have friends who could literally, like, we would be walking down the street in Georgetown, like, in high school or some shit. And, like, a car would ride by and you would hear, like, yes, summertime. That's all it was. But you would, he he would hear, he could hear, like, three and a half, four seconds of it. (laughs) And he could tell you, that's that's Junkyard live at the such and such club. Like, 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 that's how much it was ingrained. The only reason why I say what I say now as a professional record producer there's never been more attention to go-go than there has been right now. Right. Thank you. Thanks to the mute DC yeah, thing and absolutely. everything. And this is right time for one. Of, I, I know all the old go-go bands, but for a young go-go band to be able to be like, we can do this and package. If we can package this into a three minute and 30 second record mm-hmm. and put this shit out right now. And it's good. And it's solid. 
Mm-hmm. Those depth guys could chart, actually depth catch chart up, studios catch up. in yeah. Alexandria. All I'm saying is that that that's always been Gogo's Achilles heel from crossing over into mainstream. Is that it? Can, and, and it's to very be clear, difficult to package it into a three and a half minute record that you hear on the radio. To be clear for the listeners. I am in no way saying anything negative. I don't think any of us. I please don't make people come for us. So as I took my trip down down this little road of nostalgia, um, I started with the water dance. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 again, twenty minutes later, uh, I went to booty call. I mean, again, you are deep in there. Twenty minutes later of don't don't be shy. Show me why within like twenty minutes later of that, because and, and that's why I was like, I understand why. Again, the racist in me said I understand why white people have labeled it what they do, but the black person in me was like, this is the best ever, ever. and it, you can't help but bump. You want to put, especially in the summertime, you yeah. want to put your windows down yeah. and you want to turn it up because it it's just. Well, let me just say, in just it, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, but white people. Have, that are around now that are in their my age 40s or whatever that are that are running shit controlling shit that came from around here they grew up with go here and go go all their lives so th- there 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 is a respect level now because of all the attention that's been drawn to it by quote unquote hip white people hip white. that progressive yeah progressive white people that this is this is the music of this city and it should be embraced and this and I'm able to play go-go in places now I never... There's still a group that never there's, used to be able to feel very gonna negative about it. There's, there's going to be a group of every it, Regardless, every it's, yeah. it's a great thing. It's a DC thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... You know how I know... Like I, uh, To what you were saying, Wise, I uh, was going to school for interior design for a second and a young woman I met... Um, we used to go smoke weed in the parking lot. <laughs> Harper. I can't believe Playgirl. you weren't there. Anyway. Yeah. Well, no, we smoked weed in the uh, We right. smoked weed in the van in right. the parking, parking lot. lot. <laughs> <laughs> but we, Harper and I would be out there smoking weed. And, and she's from like, you know, Montgomery County. And I remember I got in her car one day and she had like junkyard ban on. And I was <laughs> I like, mean, are you serious? And she goes, girl, I love, I love go-go. I like, I grew up around here. <laughs> like, this is my shit. Right. And I, and it was the first time in the time that I had been living in DC where I was like, Oh shit, this is really like deeper than like black culture. It's like, if you grew up in DC and you're white and you don't know about go-go either, yeah, you just like, don't fuck you didn't with have it. it. What? You didn't have any black friends, you had like, no black friends or you just right. you didn't t- turn on WPCW yeah, on, yeah. at night. Cause I, you know, I, I'm excited to, I got a new car. I can't wait to put some go-go <laughs> in that bitch. Like I'm, I'm ready. I got the nice, but it's roof. dope because a lot of the old groups to your point, they've, digitize their shit um the water dance the, <laughs> to like th- there was a but there was a four minute radio edit of that it was. was on the radio all it was the time all the time and, and it was a because they made a four minute radio Keep edit water, right water. but the the fucking live version that that shit came from was 22 <laughs> minutes long it Bye. really was <laughs> it's amazing yeah you know what it really is like 22 minutes can we long do just... something for our listeners who i know we actually this is actually really good news. We have a lot of listeners that are not from the DMV. They have no idea what's going on. They don't know what the water dance is. They really only probably heard about Go-Go on DJ whatever. Flex. Hold on. 
Can we just pants. can we just throw that like a little clip in there? Sure. Really super cool, good news. Uh, speaking of our audience, we have now reached a thousand and one subscribers to yay! Nerds and Luxury. You applause. So yeah, 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 yeah. It only um, took forty-two episodes. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I would say quality over quantity anytime, and I feel like we have, you know, gained a very faithful three audience. Three years. Three years. Has it been three? Yeah, it'll yes, be three years three in years. Um, October. Yeah, it'll be three years in October <sighs> of banging this out. And uh, I still say, <laughs> what? Yeah, go to nerdsandluxury.com and buy some stuff, please. please. We need snacks. We do need snacks. <clears throat> it's a little barren here. We need food. <laughs> no more snacks. We need, to gra- we need to graduate. Yeah, we need cater. We need catering. <laughs> pizza. We need catering. Um, so <laughs> can I start with reading a few headlines? Of course. Uh, and I want to get the groups. Oh, by the way. You may be you, the faithful listeners may notice that there's a voice that is not present. Oh, it's so hard. No, <laughs> Cedro cannot join us today. He's he's at work yeah, because y'all work motherfuckers ain't do. giving us no money, so he has to work. To do. I got a job. So, I got work to do. Cedro, we miss you. <laughs> we love you. We love you. This is an article from People Magazine, dated June thirteenth, twenty nineteen. I wanted to start with something light because, quite frankly. World is some shit. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Tracy Ellis Ross to star in and executive produce Daria spinoff, Jody. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> the show focused on Daria's good friend, Jody, will explore themes of racial and gender identity. Daria fans rejoice. On Thursday, MTV Studios announced that it will be bringing back part, a part of the late 1990s with a Daria spinoff, Jody. Jody will follow Dario Morgendorfer's good friend, Jody Landon, as she, a black female Gen Z-er, explores post-college life in her first job. Jody will be portrayed by Tracy Ellis Ross, who will both voice and executively produce the spinoff. I am thrilled to bring this project to life with MTV, the actress 4646. She was older than that. Uh, said in a statement, being able to give voice to fresh feminist and unexplored stories of young women excites me. With the brilliant, sweet, and sarcastic black girl magic that is Jody Landon, we will feature a diverse cast comprised mainly of unapologetically smart and ambitious young female characters who are vulnerable and flawed and interesting and funny, the Golden Globe winner added. The show will be the first to feature a black female lead in an adult animated series in almost 20 years. <clears throat> Wow. So, and it doesn't say what, what was the one 20 years, a black female lead in an animated series in 20 years. What was it? What was the one 20 years ago? I'm like, isn't this the first one? Um, but yeah, hooray, Tracy Ellis PJs? Ross. PJs? But that was Eddie Murphy. Damn, that, that was Eddie Murphy. No, a woman. It said woman. Like, because Cleveland Brown, Cleveland had the show. He was a. True. No, but who, who's the one who voiced Angelica, not Angelica, uh, Susie on Rugrats, Cree Summers. Summers? I think Cree Summers had one. something uh, 20 years ago. Maybe so. I think that's who it that is. That might be the one. Yeah. Yeah, she's a huge voice actor. Yeah. Cree Summers, man. Cree Summers is gold. But, but this, this, I mean, yeah. I assume this is MTV Studios. It didn't say what. It didn't say what network it was going to be on. So I'm MTV. 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 Right. Well, this is for, for, so I haven't watched MTV in 
I will start watching it because there's no music. Right. That <laughs> there isn't? No. No. They have Total Request Live. That's about all they got music wise. Total Request Live is back? I believe it is. It came back like a couple years ago. Really? I, th- I think it was a couple years ago. So it that came you- back a couple years ago, Wyrick. No, I don't remember. They need to stop calling it MTV because there's literally no, no music. But what well, I'm there's saying never is, been, there hasn't, there hasn't been, been music a while. on it in Re- a Remember when they had M2 and then they went to M-Trace and then well, it was and like, MTV U. Yeah. What was funny yeah. was when they went to, when they originally went to MTV2, MTV2 was like, remember when you used to have music all the time? Well, that's what MTV2 is going to be. And then quickly, that turned it right. And then they're like, all right, well, now we got MTV3 Remember what MTV used to be? That's what MTV3 is going to be. And then it just MTV U was like, well, we're going to show no. all the stuff college kids like. No. No. None of it worked. None, None of it worked. worked. By that time, I'm in my 30s and I'm like, fuck all y'all. Well, again, the I love Daria. I've watched Bar- I've watched every episode of Daria at least twice. Um, I'm very excited for Jody. I think Jody was very underutilized in the series. And I've always thought that about because she had great one-liners. Oh, she sure did. She had yeah, great one. Her quips were amazing. Her one-liners were amazing. Who voiced her in the? Did anybody voice her remember. in the original? That was anybody that ended up. Doing I'm sure anything? we can find out, but it's just like one of those things where I'm like, Chris oh, Summers. probably. <laughs> it was Chris Summers. <laughs> it was Chris. I mean, yeah. definitely Chris Summers. She did everything. Um, we don't think it's Chris Summers. We know it's not her. <laughs> uh, don't write us, please. But no, it's really she cool. She did it on her off off days from different yeah. world. Oh, it's a different. <laughs> I like that uh, Gronish paid homage to a different world. Um, yeah. I finally watched the opening to that. Like usually, oh at yeah, work, yeah, it's on. Yeah. Um, one of the women at my job, she watches TV during lunch, so we're always kind of like, "What you watching, girls?" What's so. the black girl's name? Jody. Cree Summer. No. Okay. They paid homage IMDb. to it. How did they redo the opening? Yeah, they redo well, the because, opening. Because sorry. Uh, because in fairness. Um, a few year, a couple years ago, when Jamel Hill and what's the black yeah, yeah. name on they, Sports that was Center, cool. They had that. They redid yeah. the entire different world opening. But that is a genius opening. I'm it sorry. was a great opening. That opening is like her name classic. is Jody Abigail Landon. That's who yes. played. Yeah. Oh, it's played by an actress named Jessica. I'm just gonna call her Jessica Jackson because her middle name Miss Jackson. If you're nasty, and I'm not sure that she's all that well known because they don't have a picture of her. I mean, that's probably like her only only thing she ever did. I mean, there's that girl who quit uh, playing Meg on Family Guy. Oh, actually, yeah, Daria was the only thing she ever Ah, did. Well, look at her. Yeah, Mila Kunis uh, wasn't supposed to be the original Meg on Family Guy. The the woman fell into her lap. Yeah, the woman who originally like the one who played Meg in season one was like, "This show's going nowhere." Oh, she must hate herself. She definitely hates herself. Because I would too. Did someone check on her to make sure she's still alive? Like, oh my gosh. Who, Maxine? <laughs> the lady. Oh. <laughs> no, wait, what? The lady. Maxine. The lady. I was like, Maxine. <laughs> if you don't hear any dogs tonight, it's because the puppy is sequestered. Yeah. She's, she's on punishment. She's in solitary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's, yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm going to have these a couple. I wish Cedro was here because I'd like for him to comment, especially about the second one. But I'm just going to throw these out there. Maybe you guys heard of it. He'll call in. (laughs) Over $1 billion worth of cocaine seized in historic drug bust in Philadelphia. Wow. That's a lot. Billion with a B. More than $1 billion worth of cocaine has been seized at the Philadelphia port on Tuesday. This was two Tuesdays ago, I believe. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, they say the drug bust netted approximately 16 and a half tons of the narcotic from a cargo ship docked 
at the Packer Marine Terminal. It is the largest Coke bust in history in the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. And the third largest in U.S. history, a senior official at the Drug Enforcement Agency said. And then to follow that up, I think this like a week later, 333 pounds of cocaine (laughs) seized in shipping container filled with beach chairs at the port of Baltimore. Wow. So how many people do we estimate are now going to be murdered? Like right now, there are some people running (laughs) on the run right now. It's not funny, but true. Didn't like the next, the very, like on Twitter, I was reading, you know, somebody was being funny, like the next day, a huge, um, fire happened at a some sort of refinery up there and they're like nah man you better check on that cocaine right, right. you know this well, is I, this my, is distracting from something like my you better joke go was, check on my that joke cocaine. was my joke was like what the fuck wall street's gonna close down yeah <laughs> like there's no cocaine in right. new york city oh my god like they're not gonna be able to operate um <laughs> but the point i want to make about this was this was one this was 16 and a half. So basically 18, 19 tons of co- cocaine. Mm-mm. And it was all seized at ports of entry. Wow. No Mexican was carrying it <laughs> on their back, running across the border with their calves the size oh. of cantaloupes, because apparently that's what. Oh, gosh. Oh. It was all seized. That's what, that's what Steve that. King said, right? There's Steve- calves the size of cantaloupes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. These are strong young men. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was all seized where most <laughs> where most of the drugs end up coming through, which is at ports of entry in shipping containers because you've seen one of them fucking tankers with all those shipping containers yeah. on. Who's going to fucking inspect every oh, single man. one of them fucking shipping containers? A, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Thank you, Keith Sweat. <laughs> All right, well, let's just take a break. <laughs> you are listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. You can reach us at www.nerdsinluxury.com. Hashtag us LuxNerd on any and all social media. You can find us at Nerds in Luxury on Twitter. And if you have any emails, questions, concern, harassment, or general spam, don't do it. But you can email me at Veronica <laughs> at nerdsandluxury.com. Oh, I'm so glad you're happy. But what? I don't know, but you're very happy. <laughs> but you're happy tonight. about something. Right. It's fucking Friday, and I'm not going to work for a week. That's what the fuck I'm Oh, you're off about. next week? Oh, yeah. Congratulations. I have to work tomorrow. So you is that just a I'm not proactive... Mad. Well, July 4th is in the middle of the week, so fuck it. I'm taking the rest of the week off. Or that is, that is a... uh, I have 120 hours of leave that <laughs> right. I've got to use or lose before the end of the year, and I'm going to be out on, on a leave for a month in September, so I got to do something. 120 not, hours. I carry over 100 fucking hours every leave. year. I am so envious of you. <laughs> Do you have any idea how much I would love to have a bank of 120 <laughs> fucking hours where I could just be like, yeah, you mean I, if I, you mean I can stay home and I still get money? So oh, yeah, fuck that. Imagine having 186. Hours. <laughs> how do you, you guys must work your living tails off to, fucking- I just never took off for like, Two years. 
Well, it's good that you can carry it over because some places won't allow you to do that shit. Well, I wish their ceiling was we like... Uh, there's the threshold. Yeah, I wish our our ceiling was higher because I, I think the federal government is like 240 hours is the threshold. It's how much you can carry over from yeah. one year to the next. It might not be carryover. That might be how much you can just have. That's your max that you can hold. But there, there, it's That's got what a, there I is think an amount do. that you can't... Like, <laughs> if you have less than... Or if you have more than X, they'll only let you take... I don't think they do that with us. I think you can oh, carry over as great. much as you want. You just have to use that shit is the problem. Well, due, yeah, they won't pay it out when you leave. No. Due to corporate wellness. <laughs> corporate wellness. Your manager is like, um, you need to take PTO. Uh, basically. <laughs> so now it's getting mandated, basically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You have to. Um, real quick. <laughs> Was anybody going to talk about the debates in their piece? I will definitely comment on to whatever it is you've got to say. If you have something to say, we can please chime in as a as a jumping off. No, I I mean, which are are we going to say night one and two or well? So we're recording this the day after the second one, correct? Yes, because they were right. So basically, we've had now full disclosure. I did not watch them. I did. I watched the first one. I watched pieces. I watched pieces and watched highlights and watched what the media regurgitated Mm. me Me afterwards. Sort of. But didn't watch the debates in full. Um, The one thing that I said earlier is that I think the most impressive people were women. Oh, absolutely. Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren were both the two most impressive people to me. And I said this to Veronica after we watched the highlights from last night's um, debate that Kamala, basically you could tell like Kamala walked in there. Like it was like the first day on the yard and she was like, who's the baddest motherfucker in here? (laughs) (laughs) And no. And she's like, and they were like him, him over there. And he went, she went and just beat up Joe Biden, like in the yard and was like, I run the yard now. This is my fucking yard. now." I think that's that's the way a prosecutor works. She looked like a prosecutor. I think to an extent though, they all had something to say. And I don't know the other, the senator or representative's name, but he was like, you know, I was a young man and there was a a, a fresh senator that stood on the floor and said, it is time for us to pass the torch. And he said that 32 years ago. And that senator (laughs) was you, Joe Biden. I was six years old. I was six. Oh, I got to go back and I got to watch it. And and Uncle Joe jestingly laughed and said, and I'm not going to let go of that torch either. either. So I need Joe Biden to sit the fuck, please. I like Joe, but the reality is no. Mm -mm. Again, Mm -mm. if we if that's the if that's what we're going to do, well, then no. we're not going to do anything. Then we clearly have not learned anything, anything. from the Hillary this Clinton shit. This is so inferior. And to and, watch. and while I'm no, it's it's democracy. It's not democracy. It's Why dumb it? shit. Why is it not democracy? They all have the right to run, so I'm they all have the right to the platform to discuss their agenda. Six the right. of them are going to be gone by Monday. 
I'm saying that if the DNC is serious about this shit, they will stop fucking around with Joe damn Biden. He ran with Obama. He ran before Obama and he didn't run when it was time for Obama to leave. Now he wants to come back and be like, oh, I'm the guy. No, you old fart. You are not the guy. What's funny is he was he would have been. He could have been the guy, but he didn't do it. And I mean, I understood his son died and he was he was mourning. And but that was your opportunity. That was his window. It It closed. There are about 15 people running that look exactly alike. It is the control. V of the Democratic <laughs> Party right now because it's like white guy, white guy, white guy, and they all claim they're different. Well, and but they if, all looked like if, robots if and sounded the same. O'Rourke embarrasses himself ever again, like he did when he he couldn't even answer. Like he's finished. You just, you just not, went the, to the Spanish. Is, like what? Like the, what is that supposed the to? The problem solve? with Beto Ro- is, is yes, if he were any one of the other candidates, he would be finished. But he raised so much money early Which on. Which is why I'm so disappointed. He's gonna. Hmm. It's gonna take, but because he's not gonna get much money henceforth. No. But he raised so much money early on that he's going to be able to hang around a lot longer. But he's he also young. So like, like but he is, has a future in politics. So let him the be face out there. Of gentrification. So it's fine. Like he just, he, he looks like gentrification. He's not going to be a threat. <laughs> he just, it's just, ugh. again, he should have taken again, his time. What I said earlier, I'll repeat for the listeners. He got in and he was like, I'm going to be the smart white guy candidate. And then Pete Buttigieg came along and outsmarted his white guy and was like, I'm smarter white guy than you. I'm younger than you. And, oh, I'm also, you know, this sweet gay man that, you know, like that everyone's going to fall for because, hey, why not? Let's kick out. You know, it could really tell Donald Trump to piss off. Let's elect a gay guy. That'll really get under Donald Trump's fucking skin. I don't know. So you'd be surprised. No, but he's he. He's to me. He's the most intellectually. He's a very impressive candidate. Does he have the charisma or whatnot to to win? I don't know. But I'm talking about Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Beto O'Rourke is done. Beto is going to be in somebody's cabinet somewhere, sequestered until the next time around because he's fucked his shit up, in my opinion. Beto O'Rourke was a Beto O'Rourke was that movie that you got tickets to early and then you went and you were like, "This is not as good as I thought it was going to be." Exactly. I was I was was expecting aliens. (laughs) (laughs) That's a throwback to an earlier episode. That was was so horrible. I was. You really were. I was very disappointed in that. So imagine. (laughs) You know how disappointed i am or was i don't even remember which movie it was exactly. but i know it was one that it's i was Montego's, very disappointed Montego's, and that's how uh, i feel about better o'rourke i'm just very disappointed like stay in your lane you should well, i just this is like the the what is it the white savior complex in the movie like every tom cruise movie where they're, like, tom cruise. they're running and they're jumping over the building have you seen the preview it? to uh late night with emma thompson and uh mindy kaling no i haven't and Emma Thompson plays this like late night host and her show is failing and Mindy Kaling comes oh, in to be the okay, writer. Okay, and okay. in the commercial mm-hmm. they do this segment where she says I'm going to play the white savior and hail you a cab and the cab she hails it for this black guy and the cab mm-hmm. stops and he's like but I don't need to go anywhere and she's like <laughs> that's how this works <laughs> so, yes yeah. I just felt like 
I felt like the Spanish speaking was fucking pandering. Yes. Um, I believe the term is called hispandering. Hispandering. Oh. <laughs> is the oh. actual word that people have. Oh. Yes. Ooh, white Which Twitter, I, bring, I it to to be, us. bring it thought, to us. Bring it to us, white Twitter. Brilliant. And I, I, yes. I think it was, uh, yes, no, white Twitter. Remember. Trevor Noah made a comment. He was like, did you see... Cory Booker's face when Beto started speaking right. Spanish. Right. Like, oh, wait, you stole my idea. Oh, I missed that. Cory oh, Booker. Cory Booker was like, he beat him to the floor. Like oh, dude, I said he I did. Was he do ended that. up doing it. He, he ended up do doing it, it too. Right. Cory Booker looked so mad. He was so he was so Drake in that moment. I was the guy. He was so light skinned in that moment. I was just like, I was gonna do it first. But he is. But if you look, but if you look at that field, though, he is that guy. Yeah. Light skin. <laughs> I was looking at him and I was like, okay, so the racist in me once again rose up. Gosh. And I was like, gosh, he, so, he sounds like such a white man. Mm-hmm. But the reality is white America's never going to accept you. So let's just right. he's not he's not he's he's so not. So who do we think should pack it in other than Joe fuck Joe Biden, if you can hear my my boy <laughs> Bernie Joe Biden, they, Sanders. Joe's not going in there. No, really? no, come on. They're I'm not so gonna tired they're of not gonna Sanders. but they're they are far too well supported let's who is going to that the woman what was the oh the, the sociopath one, the one crazy the fucking sociopath the crazy lady, the crazy lady. The crazy i'm gonna lady get donald trump one. with love <laughs> who the Which hell one was oh. williamson williamson, williamson. What, she right. was like ah, like she just like, looked who, like like we what's that movie you hate that we watched the, with, with the roses falling on the girl yeah, with the mom up. american beauty. american beauty she's very much hashtag me too kevin spacey did they not revoke his Academy Award? No, for that? they did they not. They didn't take it back. Oh, I mean, they shouldn't. They, well, that movie, well, 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 movie was. That was a great movie. Marianne Williamson yeah. is running for fucking. Right. Are you yeah. Fucking you didn't see me? her. Didn't see her. I, I saw her and I was like, I know her face and I did. She's an it. author, right? You know she she like? did this. Yes. Thing. She looks like the chick from Good Christian Bitches. <laughs> she looks like the chick from Good Christian yeah. Bitches. Because she's Starring one of Oprah's Kristen, very good soul, Super Soul Kinowitz. Sunday yes. friends. The one time they called show. on her, she yes. basically like contradicted herself in like the, the one set. Like it was, it was really bad. She's not, she won't be there. Okay, the, the, so she needs to go. She gone. Amy um, Klobuchar <laughs> needs to sit the fuck down. I mean, oh, yes. I, oh, Tulsi. <laughs> Tulsi. What's Tulsi Gabbard looks like a Tulsi statue the entire time. What's the one that's been in the military and she has the gray Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Okay. That's her. <laughs> so she, she looks so, like a mannequin. So I was so I uh, I was doing my homework before I came over. And <laughs> <laughs> this is she, what this has become homework. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I was informed and able to chime in and provide some some, some sort form of insight. Cedro um, <laughs> says, you know, none of them have expressions in their eyes, and that's just not normal for a human. <laughs> It makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> so one of the one of the things one of the things that I noticed from just the pieces that I would was watching, there were so many people up there. There were numerous occasions where the crowd would cheer. Yes, and they would start. The moderators would start asking a question, and because of the the noise and just the sheer number of people and the the people that were getting asked the question did not realize that the question was being directed at them. Right. So they would ask the whole question, then everyone would kind of look around and be like, I'm sorry, was that for me? Right. 
And they were like, yeah. I said, and like, I didn't hear that shit. The crowd was cheering the, the, the last answer that someone gave. Yeah. Like, they were trying so fast, yeah. or trying to compress everything in so fast and get everything in that they weren't letting the crowd die down. And yeah. it's not like a when it's one-on-one where it's like, clearly, you're looking at me. You're not <laughs> look, but when there's seven other people around you, right here next to you, and um, you looking at me, or were you looking at this motherfucker next to me, or were you... So. so I know everyone hates Kamala Harris and because she's what? a cop. <laughs> everyone hates Kamala. Really? Yeah, a lot of black people that. don't fuck with Kamala because like she's a cop. Oh my gosh, the way you said her name and the way you said her name. What? You both, you said her name her. differently. No. <laughs> Do you both hate her? Say no, her name again. I don't, Kamala. 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 I don't know. Caramel. Caramel. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Tomato, tomato, tomato. Let's call yeah, the whole thing off. <laughs> Everyone's like, she's a cop, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, the way she went up there and punched Joe Biden in the face <laughs> makes me rethink the 2014 election or whenever the last one was. I'm blanking. That's because you're you were traumatized. Yeah, I really was. 16, Whenever 2016, 2016 when, it, when it was, me, it felt like it's felt like it was uh, 2014. Has anyone yeah. tried to claim PTSD from that? Yeah. Like no, I mean like seriously. No, no, no. no. I Has cried. Anyone tried? Someone to- should. No, no, no. I, Someone should. I, and if so, who was it? No, and did I mean they like, like formally, like like oh. formally. To the government, where right? You could be PTSD. Like, yeah. Because that's just yeah. traumatic to watch. I to get- like I, I, I've never reacted like that when an election happened. Like I've been pissed, but I was. I like, was asleep, oh. but yeah. Well, <laughs> I couldn't watch anymore. Yeah, but no, it's like people are like, "Come on, as a cop, she's this, she's that, blah, 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 blah." But I'm like, if it if it takes someone like her to go up there and really just like boogie woogie in fucking Trump's face and really get Oh, Putin she would destroy his... Donald Trump. And, I, and I'm like... She would obliterate In him. a way, I'm like, I'm hoping it does happen, but in another way, I'm like, I don't know if everybody is right. going to support Exactly. Is the country smart enough to really put... understand and Did see what they really have in front of themselves? Did you really that question? Is the country smart enough? Clearly Fuck no. no. They voted exactly. For Trump. So that's what, that's that's what, what worries yeah. everybody. Yeah, that's the scary part. You see, like, like you, like Wise said earlier, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren has definitely made several gaffes the last few years. Mm -hmm. She's a gaffe. (laughs) She has. But listening to Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren did her homework and she knew exactly what she was talking about. Mm -hmm. She, I mean, she, she knew exactly what she was talking about. She so expertise. My, the only what concerns me is that she would suffer from the Hillary. Yep, yeah. that's exactly what I was going to say. Syndrome that Hillary two point oh is probably what he would say in 2016. But shut she, her up. But is shut she, her is she up. qualified? I absolutely, oh, she's absolutely oh, she's qualified. She's definitely qualified. And I do believe that some of the things she said they were yes. Kamala Harris again. That she, yeah, she, she stood out the most. The what she, what Kamala Harris had, other than Elizabeth Warren, she had the most. She had the most from someone who just who tinkers in strategy. She had the most coherent strategy of anyone. She went up there and at while being a prosecutor and like you said, punching Joe Biden in the face, <laughs> also reminded the 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 black people watching that she's a black woman. She reminded everyone, like a remind um, when when they tried to do the question about race and they didn't come Skip to her, over and her. she said, "Um, excuse me, you are not going to talk about race <laughs> and not and talk, talk to the exactly. only black woman up here." Exactly, and like it was like, I mean, I stood up. It was like, 
shit. Like, and then she, she, uh, when they were all talking over themselves and she was like, how about everybody shut? Basically was like, had that shut the fuck up moment. Like <laughs> the American people don't want to hear us bicker. The American people want to hear American us people don't want to be in the middle of a food, food fight. fight. Right. Yes. American yes. people want yes. to be able to put food, food on, on their the table. table. Like, Boom! You okay. had that, <laughs> <laughs> that Cardi B. Oh, you know, what I'm <laughs> you were waiting Kamala for Harris the moment. Was, she was. Crushed. She had that in the pocket, and me, she pulled she it out. Can at I the say fucking really? sauce? Yeah. She Can I say something real quick? H you, yeah. <laughs> you know, like what? She she, she was came, on that. That's at Howard she University. Just she was just, on it. No, well, she recognized she recognized the importance of that debate in terms of her candidate, her potential. Candidate. Oh, absolutely! She had to come out and make a name for herself and kick ass and take names, or she was gone. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. She wasn't going to survive. And I, I, I really right. do yeah. hope she is prepared for the firestorm that's going to come yeah, as everybody's it coming at her now to her being an attorney well, general tro- the, and the things that she well, did. Right, not right. even that. There are already Russian trolls out there saying that Kamala Harris. Just don't forget, she's not black. She's not black. She's Jamaican and Indian. She's not black. And I'm like, wow, the Russians or whoever's running this little bot farm thing, they've got us like pegged. It's like, if you're brown in America, you're black. You're fucking black. You're, you, it's not about. You're not first, you're last. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to find a way to work that yeah, shit into every Thank episode. you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'll ring a bell every time. Ding, ding, ding. I pre- you know what? You have been spot on. Like, I had to shout you out, man. I was like, so this has been out here just killing it, like, just left oh and right. My but no, she is a black woman. She went to a black HBCU. She went to HBCU right here in Washington, D.C. This is a very unique place to grow up and be in your 20s and learn how to will and deal in D.C. You know, it's it's a different type of attitude, and she knows how to do it. She became a prosecutor. She is a cop. She's a cop. She's a cop. But guess what? There is a fucking Russian puppet in no, the White she, House. She, she knows, we need She knows a cop. how to think critically. When, yes. she told, when, she, when she told her story and the way she told it. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, and that little black girl. Me. <laughs> in a lot of ways that hu- that that definitely humanized her and i was like oh annalise keating is her oh, is, is her strategy yes she, that was yes that was a how to get away with murder that movie. was a how to that is a viola davis where's olivia pope in the back Some, like right. mm-hmm. you know it's handled exactly <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the, I mean, but like she checked what whatever she went in, like this is what I'm hoping to accomplish. Yes. These are the boxes. She, she was able to check out. all the boxes. And a lot of those other guys, like you said, they looked like deer in headlights up there. Mm-hmm. Like they were Especially robots. The they were robots. Ryan and the women guy. and the women were the step for wives because right, they all looked right. the same. And that's you know what it reminded me of? My team picture. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, but seriously, right. you all saw think so think about that. You all mm-hmm. saw that. Right. Think about that. Like that's what that was. Mm-hmm. But we keep but they keep wanting to talk about race <laughs> and act like race doesn't matter, but it does matter. Well, and yes, so not, and and that's not to say that there weren't a couple Asian men up there and again, the oh, racist gang, Andrew the Yang, racist you know. in me we were watching the first. We were watching the first debate, and I was like, "Oh, isn't that the guy that said he was going to give everybody a thousand dollars?" And Cedro leans in, and in Cedro's way, he said, yeah. "No, dear, that's the guy who's on the next debate." You're, I said, "Okay, it was the racist." I, again, I wasn't trying to do that, but that's what I saw when I. I mean, when there's twenty motherfuckers. 
He, I, but but three, to be fair, three, there were three to, people that didn't let make me, it at all. To be fair, really? to be clear, yeah. to yeah. be clear, when I saw them, I was like, oh, they they do look alike, but they don't. So right. again, that that was my bad. Are you talking about the Asian guy and confusing him with uh, the Hispanic the f- guy? Yang, Andrew Yang, or whatever his he name is. Confuse Julian Castro with Andrew Yang. Oh, Julian that, Castro. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Oh, yes. Julian he's, Castro was pretty not good. Asian. He, was he wasn't good. bad. No, his name is, his name is Castro. He's not Then that's Asian. not who I'm confusing. Okay. So wait. <laughs> so hold on. That's not who I'm confusing, then, damn it. In the, first, in the first debate, there wasn't an Asian guy up there? Andrew no. Yang. In Andrew the, Yang. In, in the first debate. The first I didn't see no Andrew Yang. In the Yang. second yes. debate, He's there just, was an Asian guy. I didn't see any Asians I, in the first debate. In the se- that was the guy who said he would give all Americans $1,000. I can't remember if Yang was in the first or he second was, He had to have been in the second. He was not in the first. It doesn't matter. No, he wasn't in the first. He was in the second. He was in the second. So I was... So was is there another? He was in the second. So is there an Asian in the first? No, there is not. There so is you not. did so not. Then I did Asian not. Okay. Well, I thought he was Asian. So again, the racist in me, <laughs> the racist in me, saw two different people, two different All cultures. All you other Browns look alike. But they they did it first. But then I was, you know what? I had just got home from work, <laughs> right? So you already know what mindset yeah. I was in when I was sitting down to watch it, and I was like, oh, homework. So y- yeah. Um. Anyway. Montego should have a spinoff show called The Racist in Me. Yes, it's just, yes that's it's a new just segment. Him, yes. It's just the him talking about, talking about inner monologues. At times, it's because my inner monologue sometimes you is know so what? You racist. know what? This is why when we watch anime... He gets so frustrated because he's like this fucking inner monologue in these animes. Oh no, that's what. Oh, you mean me? <laughs> yes, you. Yeah. Well, I particularly anime is so racist. <laughs> it, it? If you're really, if we really got down to it, anime, anime is hella racist. racist. It's the same three people do every voice and well, every fucking. All the black people like all the black people are like this. All the black people. Yes, yes. They have the, they have the light. Yes. Yeah. yes. And you mean the inner monologue where they're like walking down the street. And they've got their head down and they're bobbing I back and forth and I, the trees are passing. I don't know what mother would do if I yeah, just do exactly. Exactly. Like, really? Well, no then, one thinks like that. No one thinks with that's, words. That's that in the way. anime you watch. In the anime we watch, <laughs> Naruto is glowing and he's yelling, but in his head he's like, I've gotta please the sensei. I've gotta win this. But reality is he should have already just did whatever he was going to do instead of all that damn talking. But well, we hate watched Attack on Titan for and still and and that is the main. You said you did watch it, Attack on Titan. We were we seriously watched, watching it for a we, season. We and watched a half. it seriously for a season and stop? a half, and because, then the second half we were it just became like, so tedious. It was the worst. <laughs> and like and with, with like we said, the inner monologues. Like there were entire episodes that they would do a fucking origin story to some character who's gonna. Die next yeah. <laughs> and you're like, dude, like, just get to like, the Titans. Get to the fucking Titans. Get like, to the Titans. You have a whole eat, group. Are they going to eat this motherfucker or, or not? not? Those Titans are creepiest. <laughs> and right. I love it. I don't That's know the what's going on. They're like okay, these so giant. You haven't seen Attack on Titan. I don't even know what that is. Well, so Attack on Titan is this. Horrible, horrible, horrible. It's anime. horribly good. It's really like it's beautiful. It's beautifully done. Like the scenes are really great, but there's these ugly titans in there, and they all look like like Steve Buscemi and they, um, they, look, like, they look like Steve, Steve Buscemi, Buscemi with a developmental with a disability. Develop, like some look like Seinfeld. They run like, oh, this. like, like so, they so run, they run like, like this. They're like ah, yeah, they're all like. 
But then they have different levels. So there's like yeah. there's like super dumb titans, and, and then ones. there's like super titans, and there's a titan that looks like and a they're gorilla. these giant things, and they eat humans. Oh, but some just, of them are like super you all intelligent. Have convinced me never to watch this. It's like Ice Planet Barbarians without the Ice Planet and the sex. She's lying to you. It is not anything. It is there's nothing, nothing like. like Ice Planet Barbarians. That's a callback to which, yeah. to which, to which uh, one of our one of our other one of our other one thousand and one listeners said she read the fucking series because of Sosa. I'm so sorry. And I was like, so, so like you read what three? I want. I read a two books. Two books. She was, and I was like, and how many did you read? And she was like, it was like some number, like seven or nine. Yeah, there's a lot what? of them. I, yes, and I was like, barbarian why are babies, you reading it? Barbarian was like, holiday, just... barbarians lover, barbarian. This something. is like Zane, but like super creepy. There's so many barbarians, but it's books. Ice Planet barbarians. Okay, which is nothing like Attack on Titan. <laughs> nothing like Attack on Titan. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so like the Titan looks like that. That's one of the Titans. I'm trying um, to find a better picture, but he looks just like muscle with his. Exactly. Yeah, like his face is. But so okay, so as somebody who went to art school and dropped out, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a hell of a preface. <laughs> well, drop, out the, of, drop out of art school would be the best thing you ever do. Um, get a real job. Art school dropout <laughs> should be on your business card. <laughs> but no, um, so the the drawings are really great. The the anatomy and mm-hmm. and like the artist looks at boxers for some of like the super titans so there's there people getting eaten which in and of itself has some sort of weird reptilian like, appeal but they also to, have this weird religion in there yeah. as well like it's it's very like the pessimist in me just we hate watching it's also We're, an apocalyptic scenario it's like well they also for, said it was like anti-semitic so that's what? also yeah they were like it's something it has something to do with the jews the, the Japanese, I don't know. I <laughs> I can hear the music. What did the Jews and the, what, what? I don't know. That, I don't that's, know. That's a stretch. That's I don't a, see that, any. That's a thing. Why is smoke coming from his head? Because you, when you kill, you kill them, the they burst comes, up into flame. Yeah, they come. Oh, they, so they literally all. pick people up off the ground and put them in yes, their mouths. Yes, eat them. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no. I feel judged right now. Oh, I yeah, feel very not, much judged. It's, yeah, it's no. Nothing that you would be interested. No. In. It's not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> None of them have a spur on their genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> he got you there. I'll never live that down. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. Were those all? Were those all the news articles? Um, because I heard one about a man in Alabama. <laughs> the police raided his house for meth, and they found out that he apparently had like trapped this squirrel and was feeding this squirrel meth to turn it into I this saw that squirrel. he was going to try to turn it into an attack squirrel. Yes, I did see that article. I don't know how I did not save that article. Why? Hold on, I got to write yeah, this shit yeah. down. Yes. yes. He, training he, this squirrel. He was training this squirrel to be an attack squirrel. Yeah. So they were saying that like because because he had interacted with the, because he kept the squirrel in a cage. So it could like it couldn't get away from him and he was interacting. He was feeding it. So naturally with him feeding it the squirrel is like, "Oh, well, he's yeah, feeding me, so you're my yeah. friend." And on within feeding him, apparently he was giving the squirrel meth too. And they were like, when the police saw it, they were like, the squirrel had wigged out because yeah. because they were there because he had trained it to like. Could yeah. you see the squirrel's eyes turning red hope, just I from just, being high just, as a kite? Like, <laughs> like like Retsko, like Retsko when she goes into yes. her rage mode. Yeah, rage. I, I hope, yeah, right. I hope there's we, some. I hope there's some 
police footage of this. When squirrel. we say the word train, what do we mean? By so train? I definitely went. I definitely drills and meditation. I definitely went down that hole looking for it, and all I could find were like the news reports that would like show a squirrel like in right. a cage running yeah, around, yeah, yeah. and then it would show like the interview of the neighbor, and the neighbor, forgive me for this. But is this the racist in you? The racist to me. He was this like old white redneck man. He was like, you know, when me and my wife come outside, if we see a squirrel, we go the other way because we don't know oh, if it's got if it's if God. it's on meth or not. Like uh, what? Yeah, I'm. I'm just. It was. It was hilarious. Oh, I. Hate it was America. hilarious. <laughs> like what? America. America. Fuck yeah. It was. A, it was. It was. A, it was hilarious. Did anyone? Did anyone see that a groundbreaking climate change discovery was made by Bodie McBoat McBoatface? What? Did, you don't. You never heard of Bodie McBoatface. This is no. okay. White Twitter. You never heard of Bodie McBoatface. I've heard of Bodie when the fucking uh, half of the table has not. Now the only reason I know is because I follow you on Twitter. So I'm sure this is in my feed because of you. I follow Brit- all of you. Britain's nat- Natural Environmental Research Council held a contest to determine the name of the of a new research vessel. <laughs> that they were commissioning to study climate change and they put it online and they were like the, the name with the most votes will win and be the name of the ship. And, and Bode, true to form. Bode, too, true to internet. The internet did not disappoint. And Bodie McBoatface won. <laughs> and so, and here's what's funny. The British were like, well, that cannot be the name of a naval vessel. That just won't do. That just won't do. <laughs> <laughs> so they ended up naming it something okay, else, but but one of the submarines, the actual like unmanned submarines that they launch off the boat, they it's named that Bodie McBoatface, and it went down and actually mm. discovered some real significant shit about like that the temperature of the ocean and that we're we're more fucked than so than we thought we were. And the bearer of bad news <laughs> strikes again. Yeah. Did we do this last episode? Yes. He's like... <laughs> get used he, to it. Yeah, it's gonna get he's going to get one, everyone. Um, in fake news news. Oh, Lord. No, your kid's evil cell phone will not give them horns. I don't know if everyone saw this story that came out. He's still so upset about this. That... Um, that everybody seemed all the news networks seemed to pick up on that like kids were to, were growing horns in the back of their skulls because of looking down at their cell phones all the time. It's bullshit. Oh, That's I, all... I don't know that it was horrible. the fact I heard that like anyone that. would have to actually say that that was bullshit yeah. out loud is fucking it's, ridiculous. It's not bullshit in the sense of yes, that happens. Like people grow horns in in various places on their body. Honey Boo Boo's uh, little that, niece but, had six toe. It's not necessarily a horn per se, <laughs> but okay, duly, duly noted. Um, but the no, like this is something that has been going on for thousands of years since humans have been studying other humans. Like it's and it's not happening at any increased rate because people are looking at their Well that phones. just disproves evolution right there. Can we can we talk about can we talk about Trump telling Putin not to meddle in oh, the next election? To, so that was probably one of the more just that was so disturbing today that like I had to like kind of get up and leave while we were buying our car. Cause I, when I saw that I was flabbergasted like even for him that was like yo you are in plain sight betraying your country in plain sight they don't care when this whole thing was happening 
during the election cycle with the whole locker up thing. And I was just like, something's wrong, something's wrong, something's wrong. And then it'd be like, okay, it's the Russians. And then it'd be right about the Russians. Russia, if you're listening. Yeah, and, but I was, but no, I remember my, co- my co-workers looked at me like I had fucking lost my mind because I was like, the Russians, I was like, this motherfucker's going to sell us out to the Russians. And they're like, Veronica, you're being dramatic, like blah, blah, blah. And this whole Russian thing came along. But now to see him basically licking the ass crack of Putin at the G20 summit. Putin laughed. Like Putin he laughed. chuckled. They laughed. They, they, they shared they a laugh about, about our democracy. My, my mom grew up overseas and we were talking to her the other day on the phone. And I said, mom, what is the rest of the world thinking? And she goes, we are the laughing stock of the world. And I was like, whoa, this is what white supremacy is. This is people, this man hated Obama so much and Rush, and Putin hated Obama so much because there's that infamous picture of Obama well, looking Putin down at hated, Putin. Putin, well, Putin hated Hillary, Hillary as much. A lot. As much as he hates Putin Obama. Hates any strong he hates woman. any strong He hates strong people. <laughs> and don't forget the other uh, McConnell, him saying Mitch that McConnell? Obama is basically a reparation. Yeah. He, yeah, you don't and, need reparations yeah, now because we'll get Obama. to reparations as well. Yeah. But this is one of those things where it's just like we are we're the laughing stock of the the world right now. We have Putin's puppet in office. Our Supreme Court is now highly conservative. We're looking at some fucking what is that show you guys? Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Some Handmaid's Tale. Man, Handmaid's Tale ship is shit is about to start happening. I'm waiting for them to reinstate slavery. I'm really, literally, and I'm, <laughs> like, it's, like because, it's said as a like, joke, serious, but low key, that like shit is, because any crazy, this man is crazy. This and they're like, when, did you like the propaganda behind his uh, his next election is just like, oh, you know, Trump 2024, Trump 20, oh, yeah, on, a, and on, yeah, and on and on and on. That was disturbing too. What and it's, it? it's he put a thing out his his ad for his reelection was like. Trump 2020, <laughs> Trump 2024, 2024 2028, Trump 32, yeah. Trump 120, oh. and, and, and it was like, yo, dude, like, so again, it's his blatant disregard for, he wants to be king. Yeah. Yes. He believes well, he, said he is a king. He's yes. That, yeah. So the thing that hurts is he doesn't there, respect and, or understand the constitution. There are people that are out there that are still supporting him. And they're like, oh, I still support him. And you're like, but how? I only know one. So I don't, I can't say that. Like, but I with know my I know, industry, I, I know a lot. And I'm like, but how? Because it doesn't fucking affect Because, the, well. And it hurts because you're like, but this but affects me. They and they don't, don't think they, about they, but it. But that's, that that's, most people don't see it that way. They don't see anything in those terms. It's, it's, when you come from privilege, the guy I know, the one person I know who is still a Trump supporter he doesn't see it. He he sees it. this is brand loyalty loyalty to him. Mm-hmm. Like he this is just he doesn't understand like that the things that he's that Trump says have an impact. He ne- he has never had to feel the impact of anything that he that Trump has said. Any of the negative shit that Trump has said, he's it's never affected him. So why would he care? If he's if you live in a bubble, he's not going to fucking care and he lives in a bubble. And I don't understand it because he's the one guy I know. And then there are literally like, I probably know a dozen Republicans who are like, nope, 
Yeah, they, they, they were either in some. They were either in some degree of like I just didn't vote. I just bought. I didn't. I, I didn't vote, or I'm not. Or I voted for someone else. I, I can't. I can't support the never Trumpers. Like he's not a Republican. He doesn't. He's like I'm not. Those aren't conservative values. That's not why I'm a Republican. And so at least they're consistent. So I respect them for that. Yeah. I and it's I, at the time I was mad when I was like when I found it like if after the election I found out you didn't vote either way I was just pissed at you. Um, it only mattered in three states. Yeah. So and then it comes down to that, and then you're like you're hearing my actual like he republican friends who are never trumpers and they're like oh no this guy's a fucking sociopath so it kind of dilute dilutes dilutes the ones that are still like but but the thing is what i tell them is like you have to say shit because if you don't say anything you're complicit and that's the thing and it's not just about did you vote for trump it's right. about did you vote for the motherfuckers right. who are in congress still doing what he said you didn't have to vote for him to make this shit a horror show yeah, you, you voted for the fucking pricks who do what yeah. he wants them to do yeah because it's definitely you've seen it now the toxicity of trump is now like made its way into that party where now they're all behaving the way he behaves yep you look at them on these committees and it's like they're talking like him they're bullying like like him they're they're being irrational like him it the like those who say that it doesn't start from the top are it, that's the if there's one thing i've ever taken away from just being around corporate america it absolutely starts at the top because in, in any power structure the, the the level below the higher level wants to impress the level ahead of them and if what impresses donald trump is you is fealty to him and loyalty to him and professions of gratitude to him and and sucking his dick well then the people below him are going to suck dick well if, what about then the people below those people see that and then they're gonna do it it fucking depressing i can't believe how long has he been in power too long <laughs> yeah, it's almost three been, years it's been three years yeah. it's felt like 13 <laughs> This podcast is produced and recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. If you're a recording artist, musician, or producer in need of affordable, world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project, Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H-A-R-G-E.com. You have animals in your yard? There are fucking baby toads everywhere in the backyard. Because what do you mean, like oh, the size plague. of your thumb yes. type of ones? Plague. The teeny toads. Are they, they loud? Look like, if you don't pay attention, they look like bugs. That's oh. how small they are. Are they loud? Do they croak? No. Oh, okay. But, but they jump around? You see them jumping all around? Yes. And and I've had some traumatic moments. You, you, need, a, you need a couple hungry, like, gardener snakes. Oh, Ooh, there's a snake, too. I remember. Okay, so snake. I remember you posted yes. that, and I'm like, so why isn't the snake eating the fucking frogs? Well, my mother poured some snake away on the snake, so the snake is now dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we don't. The, the snake, snake is your friend. The snake no, the snake the is not my friend. All of them need to die. <laughs> Says the vegan. Exactly. Okay, fine. <laughs> wow. Right. That's why I said you're a traitor to your kind. It's not my kind. Your kind. It's why I said it's like it's between live and let live, and somebody got to die. <laughs> it's like y'all gotta go. So uh, it's it's if you'd kill them, exterminate them all, but you won't eat them. 
That's where you draw the I line. I wouldn't eat them whether I I wouldn't eat right. those things anyway. Right. I'm just saying I'm just That's like walking along and picking up a mushroom and being like, I'm gonna take this home and cook it. No. There's a mushroom in the yard too. Instead of frogs, you had a chicken problem. You had chickens all over the fucking place. You would you'd you'd kill the chickens to get them off. I wouldn't of your, kill the her chickens. mother would feed them corn. And see, that's the thing because amphibians and insects are where I still oh, have okay. a block. Okay, so you're di- okay, but I understand that it's still for the same reasons. I think it's wrong for pigs, cows, and chickens is the same reason. So it's you're wrong. a mammalist. I'm you believe a, mammals are I superior. I am not speciesist. You're a species. I am not. You're a hydus and you're. You're racist. I am a hydus. You're racist hydus. the other way. She's very hydus. Oh, you don't like short exactly. Short people creep me the fuck out. I'm so sorry for any <laughs> short people listening, but you do. So the so the dwarf. You and I are told. So the dwarf. So, so the dwarf at work doesn't freak it you out. D- oh, damn! I never it told does. you that he scared me. The like politically him. correct way to refer to an adult under five feet is a little person. Now, if I'm if wrong, five feet is little the, wait, people, five please feet is the, tell me. Is five feet the line of demarcation? Yes. For any adult under five feet. Really? So little Kim's should, a... Uh, uh, she is a little person. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. But well, anything she like short. dwarfism He's definitely and other under five. things He's like probably that under four. He's... Three feet tall. Come on now. He's he he is. He's so very he's short. not Tyrion. He's shorter than Tyrion. He, no, no, he probably is like Tyrion. <laughs> I know he climbed his ass up in that chair the other oh! day, and I was like, "Oh, look at that!" No, you're not going to do this. I'm fascinated. I think it's awesome. I think it is too. Like you think because, it's awesome, like when white people want to touch our hair. No, I don't. I think it's awesome in that, like, to be... So, being six foot two all of my life, well, most of my life, you're always in the back for every photo. Right, right, right. Just there's certain things... Sitting down on an airplane, fuck, Mm. please give me the aisle seat. Like, there are certain things that you have to think about. Then, on the flip side, to be that height in a world that was yeah. not made for you. Not made for you. Now, mind you, you, he, he seems to be a pretty... I mean... Outside of the height, he's doing his thing. But, like, the world was not made for him. As a semi-disabled person, and by disabled, I mean left-handed, <laughs> this world was not made I mean, for me But either. that's not the same for you, though. It, it, Excuse it, me? It have, you walked down, have you walked down the left side of the stairs? That shit probably feels icky to you. How do you think it feels for me to walk down the appropriate no, side of the see, stairs? That doesn't bother me. Have you ever been tried? Has someone tried to force you to use a hand? Look at this. Look at how I'm holding this shit. I don't even know what to do with it. What the fuck? Who was forcing you? The teachers at school. Sucking on my titties like you want to be calling me all the time. Like Blondie, check out my Chrissy behind. It's fine all of the time. Like sex on the beaches. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh? What? Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Okay. So um, at our workplace, which is a workplace that prides themselves on diversity. Prides themselves. Prides themselves <laughs> on diversity. I was in the break room um, the other day. And I'm just walking in there. I see this display of colorfulness. I look closer. They are skin, diverse skin colored bandages. And it's not just that they're, like, on the counter, like, next to the uh, medical supplies that they have in every break room. They are on the wall. 
with a sign that says new and they are attached to the wall and they are in several shades of very dark brown, none of which would actually, actually even it's only match three shades, several shades of very dark brown, Damn. which would not even match my skin tone. Uh, and I, I walk past them. I look at them. This, and who makes these Keurig Band-Aid brand? What is no, it? no, no. It's called True Colors. Uh-huh. And it is a company, I believe, that was started by some students at some university. <laughs> What's funny about this story is that I took the exact same picture on my phone. <laughs> I took, like, I was in the break room. Oh and we don't even, we don't, and, 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 and we don't, we don't work on the same nope. floor. We don't work on the same floor. We're, we don't we don't even necessarily come in at the same time. So she walked into the break room that morning. I walked into the break room at like 6.30. And I was like, I happened, I was waiting on my breakfast to heat up in the microwave. So I stepped down a little bit where the um, first aid kit is. And I looked to the right and I was like, Oh, and immediately pulled out my phone and was like, so I, can, I. I was actually gonna, I was actually gonna post this on Instagram, but I knew we were gonna talk yeah. about it. And now seeing your picture, Sosa and I took the exact same picture. We probably I mean, took look, it on the, I thought you we probably the took it on the same day too. We like we, did. we took the exact same picture because as she's talking about how she looked, she said it was several colors. I only saw three. Fine, there are three. Several just feels more. But severe. then, but what's funny about it? Is I began to put my hand up to each one to just kind of to kind of get a gauge, see where you were, and none of them match me. But in my mind, I was like, "Was this really necessary?" Uh, But it was because it's new. Don't you see the sign? It literally has a sign over top of it that says "new!" Exclamation point! As if this is some comforting way of making me feel included in the office. It's a fucking band-aid that doesn't even match my skin. Like black people only come in three fucking dark ass colors. That's ridiculous. Well Again, I don't mean for that to well, sound colorless. The original or anything, band-aid but matched my skin tone. So you I, know what I this can't is like? speak on that. Anyone who knows about the beauty community, this is like the reverse of that whole tart shape tape concealer scandal. What? Okay. Uh oh, here we go. Down the hole. So <laughs> I am a YouTube beauty guru junkie. I love the drama. I love the tutorials. I love all of that shit. And there's huge drama right now she in the beauty community. Like wait, wait, so they actually have beef with each other sometimes? Oh, please. When Jeffree Star and uh, Gabriel Zamora and Laura... Oh, child, people have lost their careers over this all tea. Really? And now it's Jacqueline Hill. I digress. Yes. yes. A couple of years ago, a very popular company... Who does whose concealers everyone no it's foundation whose foundation Who no concealers everyone raved about Tarte. Oh, oh this is yeah it's oh, a huge okay. thing. People have done videos. I mean about they're not going to do a they're not going to they're not going to sponsor us. Sponsor I wish they would because they'd be sending them to really nice places like Fiji and mm-hmm. fucking Costa Rica. So Tarte, no shade. But if you ever want to sponsor, I am down to go. <laughs> I'm down to go tripping with Tarte. So are we. But um. They had a very popular concealer that everyone loved in the beauty community. So then word got out that they were making foundation with the same formula. Okay. So when the formula, when the foundation came out, I can't remember exactly how many shades. I want to say it was like 20 shades. There were literally three shades (laughs) of black. 
which was two shades lighter than me, one shade lighter than me, and my shade. And people love to call me light-skinned, but I'm not. But I'm not dark-skinned either. Right. So it was like, and this was in the, it, this was in the time, this was like right after Rihanna's um, foundation line launched. And she has 40 shades, mm-hmm. which totally, like her, her first launch of her foundation was unprecedented because nobody ever yeah, had that detail, many shades. Right. So it's like, everybody was like, really tart? <laughs> like even the white beauty influencers were incensed. <laughs> they were like, are you fucking kidding us? That's what this feels like. It feels like the reverse of this. It feels like, so you're seriously giving us three shades of a fucking Band-Aid. You're putting it up. It would be one thing if they had just like put it in the little thing. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, you made a point to put this on the wall because you want to say that this is diversity in the workplace and we care about you. Nice try, but it falls. So I have a question because this, so now I will reveal my privilege. We've in this, done that. Uh, we've like a million of times. Episodes. Yes. Um, so I never. This this is a really good textbook um, example of white privilege. I never thought of the band aid as have as being like mm-hmm. looking like my skin color. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it's supposed to blend. I never. I just no. It's a bandage. Like. It's not my skin. The regular band is not my skin color. So, like, right. I never. So, like, when people started, when they started releasing band aids in different colors, I was like, oh, okay. I guess people want the band aids to look, but like, I never really, I, I never was like one person that'd be like, wanted the band aid to hide. Like, I never thought that that was its purpose was to hide the, no, it's a Band-Aid. It's there to stop the bleeding, like, and cover my wound. Well, I never thought of that, that way. Well, these are so, being used right. as, I don't even know the word that I want to use for that. They're being, it's like placating to people in their whole quest for being diverse. It's like, no, take your fucking ass to HBCUs and recruit motherfuckers. Right. That's diversity. But I, I relate to exactly what you're saying, yeah. being as we're pretty you know like the year yeah. part like i never looked at a band-aid and felt like it's like, supposed to oh be my, my skin God, color this is racist why is this not my skin I, I color i never felt yeah. that way mm-hmm. well i felt that way about the uh the crayon and the crayon box which i believe has since been the name has I've been changed i've never felt that called way flesh. either <laughs> was it called flesh? it was called flesh yeah i remember feeling a way about that at like five years yeah. ago. That, that's overt you should feel some type yeah. of way about that but yeah, yeah, flesh flesh had a very like slap in the what face. What iteration of crayon was that? <laughs> Not iteration. Because we're closer in age. Because, okay, Sosa and I no, are closer no, in age. And because I, I'm I, I'm like It was the iteration the, of the crayon box, that came in the very big box that had the little crayon shopper. Yeah. When the sixty four the sixty four yeah. came out when I was growing up and everybody was like <gasps> and then they released the the one sixty and you oh my god and then and then and then and then there was a three twenty box which was really mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. And if you and if you could afford it, that you could get this it was like a kit that would like a caboodle, open. A caboodle. Yeah. Yeah. and it would be like a thousand crayons. And it I was, forgot about that. So yeah. they had like 30, 40 shades of brown. But again, they were crayons. <laughs> right. It wasn't like. Yeah. But when you name a crayon flesh yeah. and you color it a particular color, it gives the. And I remember, ha- I, I swear to you, I remember as a child having this conversation with my mother. And I was like, but. 
is this supposed to be, I, I, think, I think I first asked her, well, what is flesh? And she said, skin. I was like, oh. But that ain't the color but of the that's mind. not my skin <laughs> right. color. I think she says something like, I know, baby, just play with the damn <laughs> It's okay. You telling, it, it's baby? okay for you, you listeners out there that weren't thinking about things like that at five years old. Like, so, so But was. if something is called flesh and it looks like a white person's skin, but I also have skin Again, that I, is overt. As a black man, I didn't think about that. That wasn't that something. Was but what makes the band-aids funny, it's not that the band-aids are, if the band-aids were just there, it's the sign that it's the sign. is new. It's the sign, like, look what we look did what for we did. you. Well, right. the fact that we both took the same picture is hilarious. That's what makes it, right, that's what sells it. So since we've now created a new segment, and I gotta figure out what we're gonna call it, <laughs> since we're talking about diversity in the workplace, in 42 episodes, I've had a long history of sharing diversity in the workplace and how, is it, how it has affected me both positive and negatively. Hmm. Now, you all know that I, I genuinely like the people that I work with. Yes, I complain about them. Yes, I joke about them. They are the, the butt of many of our private jokes because there's just some funny oh, shit. Oh, y'all have no idea. Mm-hmm. But I, I do genuinely like these people as people, I, I do respect most of them. I don't believe that, as Kamala Harris said, that they're racist. Mm. Um, but we all know that the understanding of what diversity really is is a problem. So as we talked about in, was it the last episode when I talked about my team picture or the episode right. before that? Um, <laughs> the current team supervisor, she is Australian. But her father is from Tennessee, Tennessee, or maybe it's Alabama. Either way, it's the South. Doesn't matter. So, but, and I, she was raised in Australia. So there's certain aspects of it that she may understand, but not really. So again, we've, you all know that I've been sort of having these conversations with everybody about diversity and she and I had had the conversation and I don't really understand, but I'm trying and blah, blah, blah. So we're reaching a time where we're going to the current group of associates that usually spend about a year with us are about to go back to their normal positions. And we'll have a new crop of like three or four coming in for the year to work with us. So, Again, they were like, we're really pushing to get, you know, just not people who look like us and blah, 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 blah. Of course, there were like two other people that started that were both women. Not that there's a problem with women, but they all look the same. But Mm -hmm. I was just told. Anyway, so she was really excited because they found a candidate. But not just any candidate. (laughs) Super Negro. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. He was a black candidate. Super Negro. And apparently he had interviewed last year and he knocked it out. He knocked it out of the park. Out the park. But for some reason, it just didn't work out. So she said that she really encouraged him to try again this year because she she definitely sees the value in him and you know what he brings to the table and, and it would just be really, really awesome. So as excited as she was, she's like, oh, guess what? He's going to start in a couple weeks, blah, blah, blah. Let me show you a picture. Like, she didn't say, let me show you a picture, but she was really excited about it. She turned around and she opens this PowerPoint up and it's like 
these four groups of people because they were sh- she was showing me how they were setting the groups that they work in because I have like there's like 25 people on my team so in the group how they got this picture I don't know but he was now part of this group and his picture was maybe there. he was photoshopped M- in maybe he was <laughs> that's an option you know um and she was so excited about it and I was like oh yeah cool and in my mind <laughs> In my mind, the other racist in me was like, why are you so excited about this? And why are you sharing it with me like that? Because it's performative. But of course, there's that other, the other part of me that's not racist. I was like, she really means <laughs> well. Me. I really do believe she means well. I do believe she has a good heart. She, there are things clearly, she's admitted. She doesn't know and she's trying to learn. She's open to that. For me, maybe that was one of those moments. Maybe for me that was one of those moments that I should have been like, you know, it's really cool that you that you're that you want this guy, but the way you're presenting it, I don't know if you're you really understand <laughs> how you understand like yeah. it, it just it's you're, not a good look. Yeah. Yes, he I'm sure he's great. I'm sure he has wonderful skills <laughs> and that he would be awesome, but that's not what people are going to see with you just you know, like it just I don't know. See me being diverse? It was one of those you moments. You shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to point out to me that you're doing And I and, and again, I I if she ever happens to listen to this, like I know <laughs> I know she cares. Like I know she like Kamala Harris said you're not racist, but just that was one of those moments that's like that's yeah. that's not cool. That and and maybe right. I should have explained to you why it wasn't cool because now it's like well because i've been talking to you about diversity because i'm the black guy and you 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 hired this other black guy we got you a friend (laughs) 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 like is is that you know like i don't want to think like that but sometimes it's like when you do these when you do these things you may not mean it this is this is why diversity is so important and it's not just about three different brown color Mm band-aids and mm -hmm. they don't really look like they don't look like black people's skin tone to be quite honest they don't they look like dolls like the barbie like the black barbie doll oh yeah she's like an ashy brown like yeah Um, what color is this ashy Ashy brown brown. (laughs) she was ashy though she had a grayish tinge to her yes i don't know i just it was (laughs) it's just one of those things again that fits into we have to figure out a name for this segment because i have i and let's be clear lots of you're trying. It's you appreciated. are. And hopefully you're Try hearing harder. Us. Hopefully you're Try hearing different. what we're saying and understanding that, yes, we joke about it. Yes, we we present it in a certain way. But this is this is the life that we have to live and we shouldn't have to. Like, if you actually thought about people, you know, the same respect that you want, we as people want it too. And I well, just, you don't. There's a there's that old saying like you don't get points for doing the right thing. No, you don't. And so you don't don't get don't don't celebrate scoring a touchdown when you didn't score it. This you're just doing what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, those band aids just really pissed me the fuck. off. The band aids are we- not because I remember like I remember like years ago when that when band aid one of the big band aid brands it launched a line. Yeah, it was band aid. And I remember being like, and that was the first time like. 
like where I was like, huh? And they were so and they were so of proud of that. that. They yeah. were. They were so proud of. They were very they proud. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of appreciate done. band. I can kind of appreciate a large brand doing that because what do y'all do? You make band aids. So this is like on a like on a customer facing level. This is the best thing you can do about diversity. Right. Now, what you do in house at Johnson and Johnson might be a different mm-hmm. story, but for your customer facing aspect of your business, that's as far as you can really go is being inclusive of different skin tones. Right. Didn't we say are they a black owned business? No. no, they're not. Johnson they're not. No, 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 no. Johnson this company is not black owned. Johnson and Johnson. It was a concept put together by a group of um, college kids doing some sort of study. I think it was spearheaded by a white guy, but there is a black guy who's in the pictures with them. Hmm. He got photoshopped into. Yeah. <laughs> sure did. And I understand the. I understand that there is a a, a desire to be accommodating, and that's fine. And I have no problem with the Band-Aid company itself. What I have an issue with is our company, whoever the fuck that was, who thought this would be a great idea to showcase diversity. And I have to look because I think they might be gone. Are they gone or are they still there? Wait. The Band-Aids. The Band-Aids. I went in the kitchen, but I didn't look. Somebody stole I'm the sure people didn't take them. <clears throat> I don't know. Honestly, I wasn't going to touch I mean, any of honestly, those if I need a band aid, I don't care what color it is. I, I need a band aid. I saw it <laughs> again. I saw the picture. I immediately was like, "Ooh!" Thought about y'all. Pulled out my phone. It was like <laughs> snap. And I meant to go sit down and Instagram it, but I didn't. But there's so many other ways in which, and not just about race. There's so many other ways that our company could be more inclusive for women. For trans women, for pregnant women, for They've nursing got the women. Bathrooms. I'm just saying that's they a do. Start. They have to start somewhere. Wait, what bathroom? They have what the is ones, it? What is the it about the gender the, neutral the bathroom? Gender oh, okay. neutral oh, so anybody can use a bathroom. Yes. I mean, a lot of places are doing that. right? Yeah, I've, I've had a gender neutral bathroom yeah. since I started working at Jeremy's. Do we have any trans <laughs> like, gender people? Out? We do. I'm sure we do. Oh, we do. That you know. I don't know their names, but I I know that they're trained. So speaking on the opposite end of your like corporate super, I don't even know what the hell y'all's company really does. I just imagine like we'll guns, talk about that. guns no, shooting out no, of like nothing satellites. Like, no, no, nothing, nothing like, like that. that. Nothing. So, Not even remote. Okay. I'm an That's, event planner. Oh, okay. <laughs> nothing like that. I just have like transformers in my head. Not even close. So... I work in a, like a completely different fantasy land. Like throw glitter in the air. Like when I send <laughs> when I send birthday wishes to clients, I literally send them the um the the anchorman where he throws a glitter in the air and he's blowing <laughs> it, and I'm like happy birthday. Like that's how unserious my job is. But on the other end, everyone in fashion is having diversity issues. Everyone. Every time I turn around, every time I look at fashion law, every time I look up, it's just like. Makeup artists don't know how to do anything but white makeup. They don't know how to do anything but white hair. They don't know the proper products. They don't have the proper techniques. And and black women are showing up to shows that they're supposed to be on and doing their own hair, their own makeup. And they're like, what is the industry standard? Like, the industry standard should be, I'm dark-skinned. You should be able to do my makeup. I'm pale as this piece of paper. You should be able to do my makeup. And so it's just become like, it's coming at everyone at all angles. And it's very funny to watch and see like the people who haven't had to think about diversity suddenly start to implode and they're like but it's all so much so soon so fast 
Like, what do you mean I have to consider, you know, that your hair is, is whatever and that hair is whatever. And, you know, they, they're so used to just doing their own thing. So it's just like mm. we need to have diversity everywhere. Like, just don't hire the person well, there's also there's going to be ego resistance there too because anytime you tell a make if a makeup a makeup artist operating at that high of a level thinks uh-huh. that they're good because they've gotten to that level, and so now you're going to tell them no, you don't know enough, yeah. you don't know how to do this, you don't know how to you don't know how to work with these kind of people. There's always ego resistance to that. Some people don't. Some people will resist that. The the the, the brilliant ones, the ones who really realize that they constantly have to keep growing and constantly have to keep oh i gotta learn that and those people will win because eventually they'll get all the jobs because this will become a thing and they're like look we have six black models on the show and we need we need two or three makeup artists that can do black well the shows are starting to look like six black models two korean models a chinese model you know you're getting all no and i'm not being i'm not being funny like i literally count the shows now like there's a twitter account that counts the number of casting they had eight, you know, white models. Right. They had this many, this many men, this many women, this many um, gender neutral. Like they're counting these things now because companies are realizing that you've got to start reaching out and reaching further. And these people who still do the same type of casting, Eddie Samane, I'm talking about you, um, uh. calling you out because every single season, Eddie has had thin, stick thin white boys that look like they're on heroin. From <laughs> yes, yes. Good God. Yes, yes, he has. Yeah. And I think maybe every couple seasons, you know, he'll throw in there Galliano, John Galliano, when he was working for a lot of companies, he was very guilty of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of really big names are guilty of it or they've tried and they've not held on to it and so now you see companies especially the ones who have been accused of blackface gucci um uh more blackface prada they're pulling up the big guns right now their ducky has never been busier right Um, right you know all of these black models are just getting all of the hopefully all of the coins and they're pulling girls from korea and they're pulling um who's from pose um i don't watch shit Pose. There was on the cover of L. I forget the name, um, but she's on the cover of, of of L magazine, and she's from Pose. And now we're getting transgender, gender neutral, all of these different diverse castings that need to start happening because the power of the dollar is speaking very highly to these companies. You cannot depend on the one percenters to carry your business. And I've had to like really think about that in my, my terms and in my career now where I'm just like, okay, everybody wants a piece of the pie. Let me diversify. Let me read more. Let me find out more. Let me be more open. So I find myself wanting to be more of a global citizen and I just sell fucking handbags for a living. (laughs) So I have a question for Sosa as we've talked about corporate diversity. Have you attended any of our firms function that their diverse their inclusion function no and i'll tell you why <laughs> we have a we have a hand raised in the back oh we have a hand raised we have, a, have you can somebody walk a mic up can somebody can we introduce hold on really quickly sosa's coming with the mic first time the caller. one the Hi. the one <laughs> the one is speaking the one neo is speaking um i have attended the the first the first big one that they had um the one where they did it at the hotel downtown. Okay. Um, I attended that one and it was interesting, but it was still very eye roll worthy <laughs> um, because they had you sitting at these 
round tables and there was probably like six to eight people at the table. And then they would ask a question like, tell a time when you felt discriminated against oh. my whole life. And right. So I'm like, I'm black. I'm black. <laughs> I'm from North Carolina. I'm like one of two black people that were always in the, the honors classes mm-hmm. all the time. And so there was this white guy sitting beside me, and he was like, as a white man. And I was like, you know what? Let me get my purse and go. <laughs> you know what? Amen. Interesting. Because there is so, nothing good that's going to come from this. Y'all remember when Starbucks had a close for that day for diversity training? Yes. And a lot of people were like, <laughs> and, and a lot of black people were like, I don't even know why I was there. Like, I'm black. So, <laughs> so I, I, I did attend one event that they had on, on the 15th floor. And they showed this video. What I cannot remember the video, but it was basically talking. It, it was a, a female black author was talking about one of her experience, her experiences in life. And just they were talking about slavery. They were talking about everything. And I guess for me, what was interesting <laughs> were the room was actually pretty filled. Of course, it was filled with kind of people who like they've us. hired. <laughs> Their non diverse cast of characters. I guess I thought what was interesting is when they started introducing like the inclusion leaders, there were parts of me that were like, she doesn't even smile at me. How is she? Like, <laughs> how? how I, I hold my leaders to a certain standard. I've worked for some really good leaders. And I know what a good leader is. And it should not matter who a person is for you to smile or something, especially if you're going to fucking stand there and look at me because make no mistake about it. Like Sosa doesn't move. Montego will look back. Mm-hmm. I have no qualms with looking back at you. <laughs> like, can I, you know, that Hi. Look you give. to exhibit this a one. lunch today. You're like, hot gut. Looking at those people who were sitting behind us. That's because they were looking at me as I was walking towards you. Because they were afraid you were going to come sit at their table. Why would I go sit at their table? The racist in me. I mean, was like... Please don't. I'm just don't. Just I'm, don't. Just okay. do, it's better. Mm. Nonetheless. Let's not say we did. <laughs> mm. This has been a Nerds mm. and Luxury exclusive. Yes, it has. <laughs> that's why I have not gone. And it's not just because... Oh, hold on. What I was going to say was, I feel that even after attending this and listening to them do their their bleeding heart, you know, I grew up here and I understand. Like, that's what what a lot of them did. But these are the same people that I would see after. Again, I don't exist. I I do not exist. I work here. You know, I help keep this cog moving, but I don't, I don't exist. And I just think that that's. Again, we keep missing the buck. And they send out a lot of emails. So many. They send out a lot of emails about diversity and inclusion. And in fact, we recently had a guest whom she was the diversity and inclusion officer. And at one one point, I'm sitting there because I don't know who she is. And I'm looking at this woman. I'm like... I wonder is she white? Because she looked, she had a look to her. She, She's racially she was, ambiguous. She was very racially ambiguous, and it was racial dolezal. And it was only during the conversation oh. when she was talking about herself where she said, "Oh, and you know, I'm not black and such." And I was like, "Oh, oh. like 
I don't know. It just... It just all feels... It feels like everything that they do at our company when it comes to... We want y'all to just... Basically, the, the message... The underlying message that I get when we have anything like this is... We just need to do enough so y'all shut the fuck up yeah. and keep working and don't sue us and come out and say we're one of the best places to work. <laughs> this is this is a, we need this to is do an expense we have to, to get right. you all. <laughs> this is just the cost of doing business. Compliant. Yeah. This is just the cost of doing business. They do that when they roll out new um, administrative stuff for us to do. They do that when they roll out the gifts and I'm making air quotes mm-hmm. that they give us for performance at the end of the year that they just started doing within the last couple of years for um enabling areas. Um it it feels it feels just like that. It feels like lip service. And I know we're not gonna have real conversations because y'all are scared as fuck to actually have real conversations. <laughs> they don't want to have the real You don't want to have real conversations no. because the proof is in the pudding for who the fuck you hire, who you send to right. these client sites, and what you do when you're there. You don't fucking hire anyone but the same people. It's like the other company that used to be in the building. I've always said I think they made those people in a fucking factory because <laughs> they all looked alike. Yeah. Yeah. That Tory Burch factor. Yes. <laughs> the, the medieval crosses. I've been um, very vocal in my line of work of um, pretty much telling my boss, I don't want to work for any more white guys. So in your hiring practice, just realize there's a lot of white guys in the building right now. There's a lot more of y'all than there are. And he, I surprisingly, I think he took it to like... You know, it's a heart because the last two hires he had has been like really great hires. And I'm like, okay, cool. He's trying. He's observing. He knows where we live. He knows the district. He knows that this is D.C. Like he knows what he's doing. And I think that also really matters in business when you're trying to make money. You need and you have a wide range of product. You have a wide range of people coming through. You got to make sure the right faces are in the right places. Because, I mean, the guy who sold us our car today. 90% 90% of the reason I went back and got that car is I liked that guy. He was my age. He was cool. He has good taste in music. Like a lot of those things, like that's what's going to start selling things these days. Is he's black. He's black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like just a cool black. I mean, no, like, he, like, he was I'm, I'm just going to put that out. Yeah, he's a black dude. But he was like, you know, he. I had to help he, a brother out. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, helping the black community. Like I always say, when I buy a car or something, mm-hmm. I actually try to go to. My people, we because it's to, keeping the money. We in the were community. able to have a rapport with one another in the in the early process, where we were both confident that each one of us was going to give the other the best possible deal and arrangement we could possibly offer. So, like, and he went home. To, I didn't have to like haggle or negotiate. I was like, oh, he gave us three thousand dollars cash yeah. back, and he went home to his white wife. No, <laughs> single it. guy. Stop I mean, it. we don't know, but I'm joking. We don't know shit. But it was just one of those things where it's like... So what? We we wanted to... When I'm shopping, when I'm doing these things, I want to keep those things within the community. So it's just... If you see an opportunity to to, help a brother out... I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm going to do it. And, And that's why diverse. But to your point, and I've said this before, I can't see how our recruiting department, at least the one that works in our office how they inspire anybody but white women to come work for us. <laughs> and by far and large, so many white women work at our company. And that includes I think they white outnumber the white gay men. men. Hmm. And 
I don't understand how a gang yeah. of uh, white women coming so on a campus is going men. to inspire any person of color to say, I feel like I might be comfortable here because mm-hmm. I have no representation that I'm seeing when you come to my campus to try to recruit. So it's just like, that's where you need your diversity yeah. hires. Because if you're asking for diversity to come to your company, you need to show that you have diversity there already. It needs to happen on the executive track. Because, yes. as I mentioned before, the picture of the group for the awards for that year was white guy, white guy, white guy, white guy, white woman, white woman, black guy. And that was it. Mm-hmm. He was photoshopped in. It was mm-hmm. problematic. It's very problematic when you say you're about diversity, but what you do does not match that. And a lot of companies don't follow through when you're talking about, we're, I'm talking about C-suite. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're up there, you're, you're with the chiefs and a lot of companies are lacking that. And a lot of people are like, I'm not going to work for you. But that's, exactly. but, but to that. your, but I think, again, I think for a lot of these companies, this, and I'm not saying yours is, perhaps it is, but for a lot of these companies, this is this is a token effort. This is the cost of doing business. They're not really sincere no, about trying to actually. They want they want to give the appearance that diversity matters. They're not really actually concerned with diversity to because to be honest, like, if diversity mattered to them, they have a force of people who are already black women, right? Who they refuse to train and, and promote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They refuse to train and promote us, but they will bring in little white boys and girls who sure. just came out of college. And train them to do right. anything under the sun. Yeah. But it's like, I've been with your company for over for almost 10 years now. I can't get an entry-level position over here, but this little motherfucker with right. Similac behind his ear can? Yeah. Fuck you! Okay, but, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and going forward when having conversations and discussions about diversity, let's just completely remove the line... I know this is a hard conversation to have. <laughs> it's not. Because it's really not. Right. It's not hard for anyone. It's not it's hard, hard for me. It's hard, hard for you. It's definitely not hard for me. It's hard for you, hard for you. to, you to have this conversation. The rest of my life. So. Well, it's just like I told them at the ampersand store. I've been black my whole life. You're not going to tell me anything different. The ampersand store used to would give her um, Martin Luther King Day off like it was Christmas, they would give the black people more. I love that off. boss. She was amazing. Her <laughs> white like, girl was a holiday for you, is it? She's like, Veronica, I gave you the holiday off. And I was like, What holiday? She's like, MLK. <laughs> I was like, Thank you. And then the next year I got it off. And then when I started working for my current not boss, American, she wasn't not American, American so, German. You know, yeah, so you had she, there was some different perspective, right? And now my current boss, I'm like, oh, you're making me work on MLK. <laughs> I'm black. Yeah, literally, I this said that to him. Day. I, I said that to him. I was like, literally, and he was like, you, you can request it off. I was like, I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't. Have to. <laughs> it should be in my file. It should be in my fucking file. So now I purposefully request MLK every day. This is Nerds and Luxury ASMR. And now everyone can listen to us eat. <laughs> Nerds and luxury ASMR. <laughs> we haven't done this in quite a while. 
This is horrible. This is actually hurting my feelings right now. <laughs> like, really. <laughs> I have to take my headphones off for a moment. Moist. <laughs> Moist. Moist. <laughs> I cannot believe that's a thing. Seriously, of all the things that are things now, I seriously still cannot believe that that is a thing. That blows my mind. Veronica listens to some of it, but you don't listen to people chewing, do you? <laughs> As she chews. Can you imagine somebody saying, well, what do you do for a living? Right. I whisper and rub things across my I, I, I eat, I eat and... into the microphone <laughs> and make noises with my mouth. Like, are some of them legitimate and some of them aren't legitimate? Like... Like, are some of them just people just doing shit, making noises just because, well, oh, this is the thing? Or Some this- people do make videos like that. Like, one of the girls I follow, um, who's actually from the DMV, Samage, she just did um, an ASMR coupled with a tag video. So she did ASMR talking about assumptions that her viewers make about her. So that's a thing on Instagram where you can ask people, what are your assumptions about me? And then they answer them in a video. But she did it ASMR. So she combined two trendy things together into one She's video. She's an innovator. She's an innovator. Oh, yeah, she is. Okay. Uh, why are you doing this, by the way? Cedro could not be with us. For he those who don't remember work. what we said at the beginning of the podcast. So he has entrusted the word of the day with me. I- I'm saying, why you? Why not one of us? Like, why, <laughs> why, what's, what makes you so? Because I make orgasmic noises when he reads them. <laughs> you, do, you are his biggest fan. I do give you that. I will give you that. Yes, absolutely. So I'm going to read this word in that vein. I'm going to say the word. But I am not yet going to define the word. Today's word is persiflage. I'll say it again. Persiflage. 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 It sounds like a purse that you use to camouflage yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe you said that. It Uh, does, though. A persiflage. Oh, persiflage. Persiflage. It is spelled P-E-R-S-I-F-L-A-G-E. Persiflage. Is it French? It is French in origin. You didn't say it right. So does anyone want to guess what it means? Stop trying to look. I can't hmm. see anyone. Well, hmm. the only word that I know... PRS personnel persons has to do with people. I don't know. It's something, with, but it's something about people. It's something. It's something about people. It's uh, uh, things people do to other people. That's about as far as I can get. That sounds like a category on Wheel of Fortune. Right. <laughs> things Broad people do hell. to other people. Category is things. things. <laughs> the fuck. How do you figure out a word from that shit? Thing. Things. <laughs> Category is objects. <laughs> what the fuck? Seriously, this could be anything. This could, could fucking be, any be anything. Any fucking thing in the world. Right. Um, 
The meaning of this word is light bantering talk or writing. Also, a frivolous or flippant style of treating a subject. Hmm. Persiflage. Hmm. And the sentence I was given to read. <laughs> Don't fuck this up either. No, do not fuck this up. I do not want to have to. Trump's persiflage toward his latest sexual assault situation has angered many Americans, as has most of his actions in office. <laughs> so, persiflage. so responding to a rape allegation by saying she's not my type. <laughs> <laughs> would be persiflage exactly yeah. okay so we have some questions also what serious subject do you like to treat with persiflage do you treat serious subjects with persiflage so flippantly blow off certain subjects is that that what we're talking about yes Speak about them in a frivolous or flippant style. Jesus, I speak about a lot. Of yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say like the end of the world. What don't, yeah. I, what don't I speak about in that fashion? Yes, we're all going to die. Right. I'm like I'm flippantly talking about the end of the fucking of human civilization, like with a smile. I, yeah. I feel the same. Um, not a lot of things I won't make. I talk about hip hop that way now because that's my. I make light of most things. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of the world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> kind of have to make light of everything these days. You look like you're thinking, Montego. Does making light of you count? Ooh. You know what? Oh, okay. Sorry. Ooh. That was just. I mean, that's our thing, right? That's your thing that I've come to accept as who you are. That's our thing. Right? That's your thing that I've come to accept is who you are. But you engage with me, so that's our thing. That I've come to accept is who you are. <laughs> I think you enable me. Please. You respond. You react. That's enabling. If you didn't no, react, maybe responding. I wouldn't do it. Maybe I wouldn't do it. Lies. Anyway. Persiflage. Mm. Question two Persiflage. is... I'm just going to see how long that went. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Name a serious subject that, when treated with persiflage, irks you. When when white people blow off, were blowing off police brutality like it was fucking. Well, you got You got. I mean, when a cop tells you to get on the ground, you got to get on the ground. Like that fucking pisses me. That used to piss me off. Like, well, I will throw my hat in the ring here. Reparations. Oh, I see what we did. <laughs> you there. see what I did there? Mm -hmm. Reparations this week. Was it this week, last week? One of these weeks here lately was being discussed in a, let's see if we can do this, persiflagious. Persiflagious. <laughs> no, 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 Cedro, Cedro is now falling. He's bending over because he felt that pain in his stomach. Because no, He's that's not. No, that's not the. That's that is the wrong tense. I'm okay, sorry. Right. It was being discussed with persiflage. With persiflage by one turtle. By one man. Mitch McConnell. Mm. The turtle. Mm -hmm. The turtle. The turtle dove. Because since Obama was president, mm -hmm. that makes up for hundreds of years of unpaid labor. Actually. 
fucking give, give, give what it say exactly what he said. Oh, Obama, he said, he said Obama exactly. was basically reparations right. mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. You had I a did, black president. I, I didn't know I could pay bills in Obama. And his name was Barack Hussein Obama. Obama. Yes, fucking asshole. <laughs> I'd like to pay my T-Mobile bill with Obama, please. Thank you. That was my reparation. The but week. the um I didn't I in truth I did not watch the entirety of the reparations hearing. I did watch um I never can pronounce his name. Tanahashi. Tanahashi Coates. Tanahashi. Tanahashi. Tanahashi Coates. Uh one one of his responses. And it's just like and people have said this before. We will stop fucking talking about slavery and reparations when you put away those fucking confe- confederate fucking yeah. flags. Yeah. It's in the past. It was 150 fucking yeah. years well, ago. Well, then why do I have a reminder of it on every all all over the place then? Exactly. Why is it It was it's finished. It wasn't your ancestors. We don't have anything to do with this shit. I always just feel like with people who are such adamant confederate flag wavers, I was like, "Man, you just support treason." You right, just like, live that's for treason. what it is. Yeah. Treason is like, treason. You live for treason. This is why Trump's your guy. You love a good bit of treason. No, they will tell you this is a part of our history. Yeah, treason. Yeah. Like I, I just we're just we're just showing pride. We are showing Southern pride. It didn't have anything to do with slavery. Bullshit. You fought. Away. It had to do with <laughs> states' rights. Yeah, the states' right to enslave black it, it was, people. It was economic oppression like, because you couldn't fucking use your slave labor to help your economy. What in the fucking hell? Yeah. <laughs> That's a persiflage for your ass. I'm just, yeah. yeah, right there. Also, right. happy Juneteenth, as it has passed us, but. Juneteenth. You know, it's really sad that I didn't know what the hell Juneteenth. I, I really thought Nobody, Juneteenth was mm-hmm. about women in in <laughs> choir robes standing up and singing. Because <laughs> I did not know until like three years ago what the hell Juneteenth was because about. Because of the proximity of Colorado to Texas, Juneteenth is a really big deal in Colorado. Okay. We had a huge like we we. I mean, I don't know about now. I still get like the little you know notifications about it. But growing up, that's where I went to, like, I got my first little West African doll. You know, I got, like, cute little things there. And it was basically an outdoor fair, but it was Juneteenth. And so that's how I grew to know it. And as I got older, I realized it was about when the um, slaves in Texas finally realized they were really free. Okay. Which was two years after the slave... um, the Emancipation Proclamation. The Emancipation Proclamation. So it took it two took years. Two years. Yes, oh yeah. Because the slave, um, the slaveholders in in Texas would move them all around, like they'd move them between Texas and the U.S. They were doing well, a lot it's, of it's, crazy. It's like around. it's like, but it's not because we are so used to information moving like in the speed of light. But mm-hmm. like that's why, that's like it, every war that's ever ended. There, there'd be some outcrop of soldiers still on some place that didn't out. get the fucking memo <laughs> yeah. that the war's over, and they're yeah. still fucking trying to fight. Like, and you're like, dude, the war's over, and they're like, no. You can't no, don't you don't feel we it. We just no. got started yeah. here. Right. No, the yeah. war's not over. Like So it's one of those things. So that's yeah. when people are like, Oh, I don't know about Juneteenth, I'm like, don't you know, like the only reason I know is because yeah, Texas That is that is amazing. I, I grew up in the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they definitely didn't talk no. about that. Right. No, yeah. Of course not. Like, I, I didn't that. learn about Juneteenth until much later on. Yes, much yeah. later on. So I, like when people are like I didn't know about them, like I don't expect you right. to. Now it should be given the exact same uh rever- reverence as July fourth to me. Like it should be a national holiday. But 
that's neither here nor there because but again that's about us Mm -hmm. forgetting about the past right because that's history you know even though fourth of july is coming up and we're having not one but two fourth of july celebrations because trump so i mean i just want our money back i don't think i've looked at fireworks (laughs) since that man has there is an investigation there is an investigation that has been open into why the $20 bill has not been changed yet to Harriet Tubman that actually is... No, the investigation's already been solved. We, we all know, we, we know why. Steve Mnuchin formal, was not going to let that happen. A formal investigation was just They launched. want to make sure that it cannot be counterfeited. I believe them. <laughs> so I... No, they're like, we can't put her on that. She's going to make the money worth less than what it is. Didn't he call her ugly? Yes, yes. we can't so have like, an ugly I mean, person on the twenty dollars. What, what more? Like what more examples of racism does America need? There was enough them. before he ran for president. There was, but like, like now it's be... it's on display. But every again, people day. don't care. People don't care. I, I, I just if you don't live in a shithole country. It doesn't you affect care. you. When this, he if says these things don't affect country. you, or if you if you think if you believe in white privilege for yourself in such a way that you're willing to suppress and oppress how you think objectively about life, then you're okay with Trump. Like, he's your guy. He's the person that, you know, you're like, that's, no, I, I vote for Trump. You know, he's a great but guy. But the very cool definition of, of the privilege that you're talking about is that they don't even think about, it doesn't affect them. So mm-hmm. they don't even, you're, they're selfish fucking pricks, and it doesn't affect them. And if it doesn't affect me personally, it doesn't matter. So, you calling Haiti a shithole country, hmm. I don't fucking care. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, their, that's their idea. They're not, they don't see themselves in the humanity of people of color. And so, it's, 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 it goes to the core of their characters, characters as human beings. They're lousy human beings. It's not just that they're racist. They're lousy people. They're lousy human beings. You've got to be lousy when you allow. I don't know if you guys heard about the young man and his daughter who drowned. Yeah, seeking that shit was what a, heartbreaking what a, in our country. Just, yeah, and like they yeah. show the picture. It just yeah. But there are people who are like, well, they shouldn't have been crossing that fucking river. That's what they get. Why do I always say that in the country? Because it's right. Because it's almost right. (laughs) It's really not appropriate. That's the racist in you. That's the racist Racist in you, Sarah. It's not appropriate. It's the racist in you. But no, it's it's the way that the borders have been shut down, the legal crossing borders, and the way that... People are desperate. When desperate people... when, when. And that's Again, the, that's the, the other thing, thing. I always say, I always say this. I always, and I don't remember where the fuck I heard it, but it was, it was, you do not put your children in the water unless the land is unsafe. You do not risk the lives of your children. I'm not a parent, and I cannot even imagine living somewhere that is so bad that I'm willing to take my child across a fucking desert or water or any kind of dire situation and but you can't imagine it but you can imagine listen because the fact that you're able to empathize with the fact that they're even making that journey tells you that you can't imagine when we talk about privilege we're talking about people who have no fathom idea of that kind of desperation they've never been that desperate about anything in their lives 
So they have absolutely no relation to why, why are you coming over the board? Why are they running up here? They fuck. It's just, they've never had to run from a drug Lord. <laughs> they've never had to, they've that, never had so this. Kind of, this is so, this is such a foreign concept to them. And some of them, you, you can, you'll find out in the litmus test of finding out what kind of character they have. If you smack them around, and show them the conditions. Some of them will wake up, but most of them won't because they're just lousy fucking Well, the people. fact that a lot of, uh, let's be honest, a lot of our congressmen and senators have made these surprise visits and witnessed these things for themselves, but no one has done anything yeah. like yell and scream about it. Like, yeah. Well, that, that the was problem a, is you can't, no, they can't pass a law because they, yeah, the Senate will block it. Well, first of all, there's, there's right, in the way the of it all. The turtle stands in the way, and there's all these acting people there. We don't have anyone actually <laughs> Everybody's running. acting Everyone's this. acting, acting like they're Secretary running the government. State. They're acting, acting, they're acting like adults. Because he doesn't want to confirm like, people. So no one's confirmed. This, yeah. is Putin's, this is Putin's way of controlling things in his country. It's the same way Trump is running things here. You can just have somebody at your disposal. Stall a puppet. Stall a puppet. And so these people are acting like adults. And they're not doing anything about these children. They they won't give them blankets, toothbrushes. They won't give these babies the basic diapers. Necessities. These are. Human and how many kids rights. have died? I don't remember. It's oh, been so, so many. Why hasn't the UN? And that's what said I'm, You took the word or out of done me. anything? Like because wh- because why? they're because we're the one country they can't fuck with. Because we gave them so we've given them so much money and supported them for. There we we are. They should, but the balls that it would take for the UN Secretary General to be like, we're investigating the United States. What is there to investigate? Like, we, it's on we the news. see it. It's on the news. We I know, watch but they would it. have to send. I mean, yeah, they would have to I know. Send I get UN it. people there to. They're in fucking New York. Let them come on. I, yeah. I, I I completely agree with you, but I just they're the cur- the political courage that it would take to do that. I don't know if it exists. We don't. It we, clearly does. We we're trying to solve global warming by fucking recycling our fucking plastic <laughs> grocery bags. We're, no we're not, more straws, right? Because that is just going to be the that's end that's of humanity's us. effort right now. That's where we're at. Like that's where we're at in facing the biggest you know crisis we've ever known. Well. Don't drink out of those straws. Those plastic straws get caught in turtles' noses. <laughs> you don't want that now, do you? You love the turtles, don't you? I feel about these turtles. I feel about speaking of paper straws. Bitch, there ain't gonna be no turtles. I feel about paper straws the way I feel about racist people. Paper straws are fucking classist. They are not healthy. They they're are disgusting. they're disgusting. They're disgusting. And it's like don't put the responsibility of cleaning up our planet solely on the consumer when corporations Indeed. put out the absolute most <laughs> trash ever. Indeed. I have worked in my industry. Yeah. I've worked in my industry my whole life. If you, if I think about how many boxes I have broken down, how many reams of paper I've thrown out, how many things that I've done as a corporation, because that is a corporate standard. It's a corporate, it's, it doesn't fall on the consumer. It falls on the corporations to make things greener. There's nothing I can do, but the plastic straws are. It's just like I stopped eating at Sweet Green because they stopped taking cash. Uh, I was like, you are preventing poor people from having access to fresh food absolutely. because you do not accept cash. And I was like, and not everyone has a fucking credit card. I have plenty of credit clients who've never paid me in a credit card. Never. I've always received cash from them. So I'm just like, this is classes. This is right. Please classes and raises because usually people of color, black people, carry cash. 
we don't have a lot of credit cards. So I just always felt like these very, very weird corporate practices, unnecessary. Absolutely unnecessary. Well, if there was ever any good use for plastic, it's a straw. To me, like, that's the ideal <laughs> fucking thing that plastic... And to your point, it's like, if I throw my shit in the trash can, I'm not the one that... Like, my job is done. I put it in the correct place. I put it in the trash. The right bin at the right what time. What corporation... Is, if, if there's a corporation somewhere that... How does my straw that's in this trash can on 14th Street get into the fucking river? That's not my... That didn't do that. Like there, someone's someone's accountable. Someone needs to be held accountable for that. Like how these things get out there. Like I didn't throw the fucking shit in the river. I did my part. I, I did my part. Receptacle. I just don't want to taste paper while I'm drinking. Like I don't want it to melt about. My oh tongue. God. It's just, it gets we'll just wetter get another one. Wetter and wetter, oh, and wetter and no. wetter. I swear, the last time we ate at that place Kava. across the street, Kava, and we got say sick. the name, Kava. We got sick. <laughs> <laughs> say their name. So, oh my god, we got sick at Kava. Oh my gosh, I swear to you, my team eats there every because we have one direct every day. <laughs> Every day. You want to go to Kava? No. Every day. I used to enjoy Kava. So we got sick. And then, I mean, I was, at, but I got sick. And it sucked because that was sex night, too. We were supposed to have sex. We were going to have wait great. Wait, 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 we had been talking about it. And then we <laughs> both get sick. There was a date sick. for sex night. No, it's just like, it's, it's not they even were that there's eat, a date. They oh, were, it was just an understanding. They were eating their kava. And they were giving each other eyes and making ASMR sounds. and ruined that. And I mean, I was popping fucking Pepto-Bismol for We're going to eat this hummus and then we're going to fuck. We're going to. Yeah. I'm going to spread this hummus all over. Feta and Crazy just go feta. for it, <laughs> you know. And you got the feta and you went for it. Yes. And so oh we were God. sick. So no, and, I, and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, <laughs> these fucking. The name. <laughs> They're never going to sponsor. Never. Us. <laughs> and I used to enjoy their saga night. <laughs> right. They're never going to sponsor us. That's fine. A lot of companies. Wonderful French toast. Oh. Wait, or what? I'm I mean, talking about Kava Mez. It's Toastique. the same company. Kava is just like their little carryout place. Oh, Kava Mez. Oh. That started locally, right? Uh, I, I believe they're a local so. restaurant mm-hmm. that started and just are we, blew up. Are we starting a list of places that we're definitely <laughs> never going to get sponsored? <laughs> These are the same people I'm going to walk into their establishment one day and be like, I gave you free fucking advertising. <laughs> so I expect a little I bit of I want my payback. avocado toast, damn it. <laughs> right now, I like my open face avocado are, are you, sandwich. Are you saying categorically that you <laughs> will never eat there again? Pretty much. Unless I don't think I can say that. See, I can categorically say that until I'm very hungry. I like Kava. I don't know. I feel like it's the black in you because usually we enjoy something. Mm -hmm. And then that one time when we eat it and we get violently sick, (laughs) we have a tendency (laughs) to You weren't as bad as me. It doesn't matter. She was sick. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But it you know what? I, I I treat everything how I treat it. Sephora, that time they forgot about my <laughs> shipment. And I told them, fuck them. I'll never shop with you again. <laughs> On Twitter. That was a year of petty. That was a very strong year of petty. I don't I don't remember when I was when I was a lot was going when I was 18 years old I went to 7-Eleven and I got a big bite hot dog (laughs) and Mm. Frito corn chip and 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 a Slim Jim listen and a Slim Jim not black listen (laughs) what I'm sure there was I'm sure there was someone black with me when I bought all of this (laughs) I and and I got 
fucking really sick that night and threw it all up. I I've never since I cannot eat a big bite. I wouldn't want to eat a big bite now anyway. I'm grown. Um, (laughs) I've not eat. I could. I couldn't. I cannot eat Slim Jims. And I used to love Slim Jims. But if you were to open a Slim Jim in front of me right now, it would evoke the sickness I had at (laughs) eighteen. 30 or 20 years ago. I can, I, I got that. And, I, I and got that. Fritos, I just started being able to eat Fritos again Those recently. But I don't, they're like not feet. my chip, yeah, they're not my chip of choice Smell anyway. Like so it wasn't, yeah. Fritos I, are like the thing that's le- the last bag of shit that's left in the little variety pack only, that nobody that's, wants but at that's, lunch. That's, that's, that's why I've eaten them. And they're the chili ones. So they got the chili, so- they got the chili powder on them. So it's like they're not, they don't. Evoke They're the, so hard. My dad had these cowboy shaped. boots that he would wear when he was at work. My dad was hairstylist, and so his feet smelled. And so he'd come home and he'd put his boot in my face and he'd go Frito. <laughs> Wellington, Wellington's paws smell like Fritos. Big Macs for me. Being younger, two for two, I working at the daycare. I mean, you two for two. I'm, I'm on. Hey, that was back then. Two for two. One day, yeah, yeah working at the daycare, and I remember we. I think we ate them for a week. Yeah. Never. Needless to say, dressing on it. Ick. I don't have a problem with that one, but oh, the I, extra I do have piece a of bread in the middle was always the weird. Thing. It, it is weird. <laughs> the whole sandwich, honestly, the sandwich is just, needed is more bread. But it's one of those things that I think about, and I'm like, and that nasty, no. piece ass lettuce all wound up inside of the damn. Th- it's like the only burger that they sell, like, other than the McDLT, which didn't last long. I think it's the only burger that they had that had lettuce on for a long time. The worst place I've ever eaten has been Applebee's, and why try to take me there today and i was wondering why i had such a visceral reaction and i, I thought why. that it was applebee's that y'all used to go to no, we go to tgi thank you that's what it was i, I was got like, offended which one? it was the colors were the same we I, got so, I was like we've never been to applebee's never. i'm not gonna say never but no fridays i'm saying like is where fridays. We, fridays is where we go because they because have the, montego has because i am a platinum, <laughs> platinum reward yeah. member yeah. at fridays as well because my reward points serve everybody so yes. Hey, what yes. can I say? I've gotten a nice good meal Exa- out of it you've had more it exactly. than once. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Okay. Wait, did we talk about reparations the way we were supposed to talk about reparations? All I had to say, really, well, I was going to ask what um, what would reparations look like to you if they huh. did say, hey, let's go ahead and do this so these darkies can shut the fuck up. White people spending 365 days enslaved by black people. That is their oh, biggest Jesus. fear. That was the racist in me. <laughs> well, I, I just I just want to say this for the record as 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 a hip white dude who was reading Season of Time by Bobby Seale when he was 12. He's oh, getting wow. in his uh, he's getting in his plus plus I plus wanna, please don't lock no, me up points right it is, now. It's wild to actually like the fact that we're in a space where reparations are being seriously discussed like even having those hearings mm-hmm. reparations amongst people when the idea of it other than black people people were like it's a joke mm-hmm. like people laughed at the idea of that shit and the fact that it's be actually being discussed now is encouraging a little bit because it was like that that the whole concept of reparations was a non-starter 15 20 years ago it was like get the fuck out of here we're not giving those well i think Mitch McConnell they- again is being stupid because you're still perpetuating the ideals behind right. what it yeah, was. Right. So you are responsible. Exactly. Like you're continuing the fucking <laughs> system that has always been. Here's the thing. People keep saying, well, I wasn't born then. 
you weren't born when your grandfather and your great-great-grandfather had their companies and made the money, right. but you damn sure right. took the fucking right. inheritance. So or what or the fuck? even on a, middle, on a middle class level, when they bequeathed their house to your father. Exactly. So that you had a place to live in a nice house when you were growing up. So like, if that's the rule. Right. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you, how do you choose... Who gets it? Well, what I was saying is, uh, what was it? Ascendants of descendants of enslaved people. But wouldn't that be all of us? Not necessarily. Not be those of us who immigrated from other countries who you know don't have a lineage here. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be them. So it's like, if you're second generation African, you came from Nigeria or something. Yeah, you didn't have to deal with this and this and. Yeah, then you're probably and not. Honestly, it. it wouldn't necessarily be every African American. There were a lot of free black people here, but but the the, the amount of work that is going to be to try to trade and these it's not like it's not like Black History has a it's not like the Mormons have the fucking the ancestry dot com of every single black person. Mm-hmm. Like black people's history was intentionally wiped out. Yeah, like right. so to go back and try to trace. Your DNA to, to is 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 a monumental. Well, here's task. here's the worry, and this is what happened in our family was the blood quantum's of the Native Americans, where they were like, you have to prove, you know. Well, mm-hmm. to me, if you're part Native much. American, that should only help your your case because it's yeah. not like they got done any any better. Right. So I like my money now, please. Right. <laughs> Thank you. I, I mean, but, <laughs> but you're asking how how do you think they would manifest themselves in terms of payment? Is that like like how the how what benefits would come to you? I if just, I feel like we should have an eight fifty credit score. Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't have to pay for. Well, I mean, no one should have to pay for. No school, one should have to pay. But for you college. shouldn't have to pay for college. Period. My student loans. Should be uh, right. Any yeah. student loans. Everyone should be gifted and, a small business loan. Yes. Like low, well, low interest. Yeah, low interest loans should be made. Child readily available. Child care. It, but be what's so funny care. is like, would you listen to these things? These are the things that p- the progressive movement wants for everyone. Yeah. And that's what's. Like, we want basic human rights. We want, like, right. but, don't gerrymander our district. Stop redlining us, even in this current day. Like, feed into our schools. Give us money for our schools. Like, didn't you know. Didn't the Supreme like, Court just rule that that was legal to do? Yes. They, they ruled, they. Well, they didn't rule that it was legal. They, they, in so doing, they made it that way. But they ruled that they were they weren't going to weigh in on that ma- on what gerrymandering. Them, what What do we have them for? Exactly. Nothing now. Now nothing. Exactly. <laughs> it's just it's a weird place. Like I, I've always loved living in D.C. ever since I've really made this like my home home, and it's been interesting and fun. But the last two and a half years have been so stressful because you don't know if day to day if fucking Saudi's going to come from us or Iran's going to come for us or North Korea. Like, it's just too much going on. Like, you have somebody so so highly incompetent in office that you feel like you could go in and do a better job. I don't even Wellington know. could do a better no, job. I mean, that's Maxine no, could do a better job. That's be- <clears throat> the, the, the thing that makes him so dangerous is that he doesn't know what he doesn't know. And it's the first person I've ever seen with that much power who with that problem. And it's like, he doesn't it. know what he doesn't know. And there is nothing, that is nothing more scary than a person. Well, what is it that he doesn't know? Everything. He doesn't know. He our doesn't basic respect. He doesn't, loss. he doesn't like, here's the thing. You may, you may not be the most politically savvy or astute person in you know or or whatever but if you somehow magically became president i would trust that you would be smart enough to say well i don't know shit about the fucking defense 
I'm going to hire the smartest fucking defense person I can possibly find, and I'm going to listen to them and do what they tell me to do. I don't know much about the environment. I'm not an environmental scientist, but I'm going to put together a crack team of the smartest motherfuckers that know about. But the I mean, OK, and I'm going to I, listen I to understand them. what you're saying, but we keep saying you don't know what you don't know. Is it you don't know what you don't know or you just don't care? He no, because doesn't he's care got because he's trying to dismantle the system. He that also is the thinks, point. But yes. he also thinks he knows. He also thinks he knows things that he doesn't know. Well, that's he what literally when has you're compromised a problem by the fucking Russians. No, it's yes. not that. That it's another thing. That's another thing. He has a psychological de- impairment where he actually <laughs> thinks he knows about things. He said he knows more than his generals about. He did. He does. He, he does have his a general. I know more than anyone he else. Right. Have, I know <laughs> anything more. Than, I, I know more than, than anyone, anyone about. Nobody like, knows more about this than me. He knows about. I know a lot about boats. <laughs> what? Like he is he says that shit because he thinks he is so entitled. He thinks that by the nature of him being this rich and powerful man who I'm the president, right? I simp I must just know things. So, I know everything. I wouldn't be in this position if what I know about this were weren't true and factual and correct. Since we all were yelling that we wish Saturday Night Live was still <laughs> active right now, his his son Eric <laughs> oh, was God. tweeting during the Democratic debates and I think one of the ones he tweeted out was, I'm so bored right now, mm-hmm. which of course Twitter just mm-hmm. <laughs> eviscerated. And all I could think about was the guy on Saturday Night Live who plays him. I don't know who that is. Oh my gosh, if you've never... It, You've never seen the guy who plays Eric Mm-mm. on Saturday Night Live. Mm-mm. He's <laughs> he's pretty dumb. Like they, <laughs> right, they yeah, really I mean, they dumb, really dumb his ass They up. really dumb him down. But I wonder if he really is kind of like that. Because he does kind of look... Sorry, that was... Yeah, he looks dumb. That's a no. Well, didn't Junior get spit on the other day in New York? Who? <laughs> yeah, Don Junior got spit, yeah, got spit on allegedly by Allegedly, a waiter spit on him. And I was like, can I buy you a drink? <laughs> because all I want to do is just get you what drunk. What did Don Junior say? Not all heroes wear capes. Not at didn't all. Didn't he? The person just was like, fuck you, dude. and just. Spit <laughs> well, allegedly, allegedly, that didn't allegedly. happen now. Whatever, so, what, whatever. I don't care. If I you am, spit on him, if you didn't, Bukaki, well, it Bukaki, had to whatever, have happened like, because you know the most uh, politically oppressed people are on the right. Yes, yeah, I know. they are just getting well, booed and spit you know, on funny, and attacked. Because you, I hear, I see people over from that side start what they're trying to co-op hate, quote mm-hmm. unquote, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, all this hate towards us. It's like. Um, you don't know what real hate is. Case in point, I was watching a video that was probably made a couple years ago because I think, um, no, maybe it wasn't made that long ago. Uh, you know, well, I don't know if you guys know, but there's a couple of different uh, little production companies on YouTube that do these uh, social experiment type videos. And they have these people in a room and they'll ask them little questions and they'll have two different groups like Republicans versus Democrats. And then how many people agree, come to the front, sit and talk about. Riveting television. So one of the ones was about, I think it was conservatives versus liberals. (laughs) And um, the question was. How many of you feel like you have been personally affected by this administration? I want to say this was still while Obama was in office. Mm -hmm. So Becky came up and she said, (laughs) 
And she was like, I have been personally affected by this administration because people have just been so mean to me because of my views. And so somebody had to be like, boo-boo. Right. That is not this administration. (laughs) That is a difference of opinion that people have. Should they spit on you and be mean? Fuck no. But the administration has done nothing to you for this particular problem. I just thought I would come up because it was just so triggering. That's like when they blame Obama for the country being divided. Yeah. It's like, oh, so basically, oh, it's because he was black. He divided the racists. From the so, <laughs> like, what, in, do you, what, what does that even mean? Like, in you're conjunction him. with that, watching the Jane Elliott videos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, which I Jane. spent like going down this rabbit hole. I I couldn't a, stop yeah. watching them on YouTube. <laughs> no, because this is one woman who just she she's made it very clear she doesn't give a fuck. Right. She doesn't care about a legacy. She's like, I'm dealing with right now. Right now is what matters. Fuck Trump. He's an idiot. I, like, but just watching her experiments, like the brown eyes, blue eyes, mm-hmm. and the way white people respond. And as you were saying, how Becky came up mm-hmm. and started crying. And like one that serious. I was watching, an older Becky said, well, <laughs> I've been discriminated against for age. Wait, wait, what? Like, I mean, I get, but it's not racism. Right. And that's what she, she's like, you're not understanding what I'm saying. This is about race, not your age. It has nothing to do with age. It has like, and she just kept saying it. You know, I'm a victim. The way people talk to me and treat me and my husband who wishes he could wear his hair long, he's had to conform and like, again, <laughs> what, are, what the fuck are you talking about? That has Privilege. nothing to do with the experiment and what she's trying and how defensive and just they dig their heels in and they just arguing don't from a position of privilege. It. Right. One girl was like, I'm sorry that there's racism in the world. Oh, but that's that not my- you- yeah. Just like- right. And she's like, get out, get out yeah, of my get classroom. Out of, right. Get out, get out before I call the, the police. My question becomes, why do people, why do they choose to go to that? Because that would require them to take responsibility for the privilege that they do not want to have because then that means that they feel that they're going to have to change some fundamental facet of how they move in the world. Like the question that Jane Elliott asked that auditorium of people, you know that black people are treated differently. You know you don't (laughs) want it for yourself. Why Why are you okay for it to be happening to other people? Radio fucking silence. Answer that question, yeah. Yeah. Because it's not. You, because right. it's, it's not you. It's not, and you. I like fundamentally you don't understand that way of thinking. Yeah. If you acknowledge, if being. you acknowledge the privilege that it, if you acknowledge that the privilege exists, then you have to deal with the ramifications and the responsibilities of having. And it. honestly, and white people who feel that. this way, or privileged people who feel this way, you really don't have to do a whole lot, right? Really, it it's really, really comes down to acknowledging it. Yeah, you uh, acknowledging it is really the lion's share of the work. Google will take care of 98% of this, you know, Amazon, there's audiobooks, there's libraries. But that's that's not the kind of learning that this is. This is but like, it's also but that's just the base of it. But but but, but my my but point s- being is like they need there is some there's a switch that needs to be flipped inside of any of these people before they could go to Google, read that stuff and be like, "Yes." And it's again, it's an empathy switch. It's being able to Look at a person of color and 
and say that person is my equal, that person and if something happens badly to them, I will empathize with them the way I would empathize if it happened to my neighbor who's white. And they don't they don't have that switch. They have to learn to sw- flip that switch before they can even go to go and even accept the well, would you say white people have to start checking other white people? Because I feel like that has a lot to do with it because I feel like the burden of sure. allyship should not fall on black people. It should absolutely fall on white it's, people it's checking like it, other well, white people. Well, it's like, I, like I've said many episodes ago, like, like I, how I feel uncomfortable in an all-white environment because I feel like, okay, someone's going to look around and be like, are, are, there's no black people here. Oh, I can come <laughs> out my face. And then I have to be like, the fuck you can't. Like, like that, that happens when you get nothing but white people, people together, the racists will pop up. They will make it, they will try to, they will try to raise their finger like this and see how many more of them are in the room so they can commiserate with one another. And, and then you, and you have to check them and it's uncomfortable to be in that situation where, you know, some offhanded comment is made. Well, you know what those niggers, what, wait, sorry, what? <laughs> Oh my God! Would you like, I don't know. How. Would you like to repeat that kindly? How would I respond to and, that? And that's the thing. When I'm around, everyone's like, you know, like stupid white people would be like, you know, oh, you're the only white guy at the black hip hop show. That's my whole fucking adult life. Is I'm used to being the only white guy. It's so much more comfortable being the only white guy than it is being in a room <laughs> with nothing but white people. Oh my God, that is. But when but, people don't. The very, the very, it, it, it infuriates me because it's like, well, I don't think I'm privileged. You know very well that you're privileged because you know in speaking up, you feel like you're going to lose something, whether it's public standing, mm-hmm. whether it's a relationship that you have with someone that you know is blatantly racist, be it your parent, your child, <laughs> your brother, your sister, your coworker, your boss. You know, you feel like there's something for you to lose if you say something. You know where you think, I should say. You think that by admitting your privilege, something's going to be taken away from you. And the only thing that's going to be taken away from you is the disenfranchisement of other people. Meaning you lose absolutely fucking nothing. nothing. When, I think it was Jon Stewart said it, uh, we'll get, get the quote right, when... Uh, for people who come from a place of privilege, equality often feels like persecution. Mm-hmm. And indeed, and and because they don't, they like I like it's just, they think it's a zero sum game. I must be giving up something for you to have the same thing that I have. I must have to give some of what I have to you in order for us to even out the scales. And it's like, no, you stay there. We're just trying to lift this one up to the same level. You don't have to come down. You don't have to come down. You can keep your all the things you have. No one's trying to take away your Medicaid. Well, ironically, the Republicans might be. But, <laughs> I'll be damned. Right. But we're just trying to get everybody else up to that. And they think that it's a loss for them. And ironically, that's happening in real time as the Satanists <laughs> have been declared an official religion. They have been. By the federal Good, good job. Kudos to the Satanists. And evangelical Christians are losing their collective shit. Okay, I was wondering where this was going. Okay, I love a good evangelical (laughs) meltdown. Y'all remember that mama on Wife Swap who was super conservative and like she was like, the devil, the devil! Like I just, oh. But they're always the ones who want to, who want their religious freedoms to practice 
discrimination protected, but as soon as a Muslim fucking person oh, please. wants to doesn't want to uh, wants to wear head covering. They go running for the fucking hills. <laughs> Did you guys see in France Death that they, the shut down, they, sh- they shut down uh, two pools during the heat wave because uh, Muslim women were wearing the uh, full burkini? No. There's a heat wave going on in France right now, and they closed two pools. I don't know which um, part of the country it was, but they were like, you know, because these women were wearing full burkinis in the pool and, and head coverings, it goes against... Wait, a burkini is a water, a water, a <laughs> burkini you can wear in the yeah. water? Mm-hmm. Burkini. I learned mm-hmm. a new word. I did not Burkini. know. That. <laughs> Remember, we watched it on that um, when Vice was good. Um, Vice oh was good. God! Yeah, for that like one year where Vice yeah, was a decent Haley, network. Haley, Haley, um, I forget her name, but she had that show, and it was basically about fashion and the political and the social economical. So she went to Congo. She went to France. She went to. China. I just don't remember it being a called a burkini. It was a burkini. Yeah. Um, they were all speaking Trademark. French. I hope too. someone trademarked that. The French, no. Um, but yeah, they they close the pools down, and I'm like, wow, this is. It's funny how they use out of fear, pools. out of fear, they because them they down? weren't complying with the French uh, law that of being totally naked at the pool. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? And that's what, <laughs> what I think. That in my American mind, the that's the confusion where I was like, so either you have a nude pool or you have a pool where you wear a swimsuit. How dare you wear a burka? How dare this you is a wear... nude beach. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like, but it's hot, and these women should be able to go swimming, and they also should be able to cover up from their ankles to their head if they want to. You should be able to go in a tiny bikini if you want to. As a white person, if I look over and see that, (gasps) Terrence, like, (laughs) gosh. But no, it's it's sad to see, you know, pools are being used against Mm -hmm. us. Ice cream, lemonade stands, like any any summer really brings out the worst and pretty much everyone because it's hot it's hot and it's fucking hot i don't know i hope everyone saw this on twitter the other day this guy rolled down his window there's like these white girls have a lemonade stand on the corner he goes i'm calling the cops <laughs> <laughs> and You're i just, selling lemonade without a permit yes and i all i could think was was yes 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 this is all I'm doing this summer is calling the cops on white kids. You know <laughs> what? If you do one thing this summer, call, call the, cops the cops on, on some white kids. kids selling See lemonade. how quickly their Every- parents will flip the script. This is ridiculous. <laughs> These are just kids trying to make some money for the summer. Yeah. Just about everything we've talked about tonight is just racist, racist as shit. <laughs> so did you hear about the Seattle Seahawk who was... Um, I think he plays for the Seahawks. I don't remember his name, but he had an Airbnb um, reservation. And the owner of the Airbnb calls him back and tells him that he's overqualified to stay in his house. What the fuck? And that he's canceling his reservation and he should he should go in search of a more uh higher end rental. He was overqualified. So basically saying you're too Did he send him a resume? So the man I, I think they said he made like thirty one million dollars in like the last season. And he and his family were going on a vacation and they wanted to be in a house. They didn't want to be in a hotel because they were like, mm-hmm. house affords us to do certain things. As a fan. And the guy, they now they never said what race the guy was. They but just said the know. guy called him back <laughs> and told him that he was overqualified to what stay What does that house. even mean? Stop being a cheap nigger. He probably saw that he was a black man with a lot of money and assumed that that meant that he was going to be throwing some wild rambunctious that he could have used his thirty one fucking million dollars to pay for if he fucked shit up. What the fuck? 
I'm I a mean, little triggered. I, I'm sorry. I see. Well, we all. So <laughs> woo woo woo. Air, woo woo woo. Airbnb has definitely had its share of racist <clears throat> scandals where people were canceling. So my guess is that this guy's probably a racist, and he found an end around. Which was You're he found a he, he found a he found a way to say to not have this black person if it, in fact I hope he's black. What if I find? Now you're wrong. You can and, have and whoever the fuck you right. want in your he, house. Right. He tweeted Airbnb. But just about say it. you're a nigger and I don't want you here. He to tweeted, be honest, he tweeted about it and apparently he uh, the last tweet was that he thanked them for making things right and coming through for him. So I assume they found her. Well, it's like those guys that got put out of that Korean girl's house, and she was like, "Which monkey? Oh, which sofa? monkey is sleeping on the floor?" Yes, and I was just like, "Wow!" Yes, yes. and that's when everybody was like, "Yeah, yes. this is why they they we're not too quick to put uh, black women under the women of color category." You mean Korean women? No, it was black women under like when they say women of color, mm-hmm. and then when when black women are specifically talked right. about, and they're like, "No, all women of color." We're like, "No, we're talking about black right. women." Okay, got you. That's what they were like. They were like, this is kind of the shit we're talking about. Where it's like, there could be a woman of color and she could still be racist as fuck. Mm-hmm. And that was very, very clear where she was just like, and they were confused. I felt bad for the guys because you could tell like they're, they're confused. They're like, we literally did the right thing. We got a and b We're renting it out. We're on vacation. We're hanging, you know, like, and they're just like, yo, and they're just calm and she's just out there just me, So there was a man. so from what I understand, there was a little bit more to it than oh, apparently what you hear? we saw. Mm-hmm. Now her boyfriend or husband, fiance or somebody is disputing that saying that he had to go up there twice and asked them to bring the noise down because apparently they still were, they like still lived that they lived there, but like they would rent out the so, upper. So they had like a two unit house or something, something. like that. Yeah. So they were saying, a duplex or something. They were saying that they became, they were too rowdy and it was noisy. So he said that he had to come up a couple of times. Of course, now there was, the other racist in me said that <laughs> there are there's, two, there's more than one. <laughs> Said that, you know, he was being one of those jackass white guys and he was just scared to go upstairs because there was four black guys. Mm-hmm. So oh, he yeah. was saying that thing that they say about us anyway, that we're being aggressive when we're not. And the yeah. guy was like, you know, we were playing music, but when he asked us to turn it down, we immediately turned it down. And we don't understand why she came up and acted the way she did because then they started questioning about how many people are here because in the contract it states that you're only supposed to have XYZ and the guy was like um, no in the contract it stated this and we called and confirmed with you what are you talking about so she was wrong all the way around mm-hmm. but that was some of the other side to yeah. that story uh, not to make it right no. but that was just no, they the just had side. they had an aggressive amount of melanin so exactly yeah. that's what it is mm-hmm. and as a black person that's what we deal with on a regular all basis all the time well it's just like when we went to um deep creek last year and montego said why did you get out of the car and <laughs> we've got we've got our resident white guy with us why did you get out of the car and see what's the going white on? man is here everyone <laughs> it's calm fine. down we have a white we have man. a white guy like that's literally how we walked into the to deep creek that's because 
in driving to Deep Creek, oh, Jesus. Jesus, we were we were assaulted with signs that so said many Confederate flags. National Republican headquarters yeah. and vote Republicans yeah. and all that type of shit. So, well, it's Garrett County. That's what they do. Out I didn't know anything about that. Ooh, all I and know they is were I gerrymandered, right? And we went at a time, and we were sliced off like, and we went at a time when there where it wasn't a lot of a lot of people, but. I'm sure in the summertime. I think going in the grocery store, I was still like, oh, because the there were a couple times. Is <laughs> <laughs> the racist in you trying to hold back? He the, was like, no. So, <laughs> again, me, 6'2", 200, I'm 290 pounds. Don't tell me you didn't see me. Yeah. <laughs> There's no fucking way that you didn't see me standing here. Did someone bump into And you've been with me before when that has happened. And I just, I I can't, there's something in me. (laughs) I I, I try to repress it. I do because it's like, I I know I can't fully snap. I can't do the white guy thing and be like, what the fuck, man? You know what I'm saying? Because if I do it, it's like, hands up, on the ground. Like, I don't know. He's got a gun. I just. mm. No, I, uh, I was. Yeah. In my insomnia, I read like really weird articles on the internet, and one of them was uh, here, here, do the same thing. Yes, I think we probably, I, probably do it. One of us gave sleep. this to the other, where it was like, um, there's this with there's your a, blue light filter on your phone yes. <laughs> in the dark at four thirty in the morning, yeah. and the and the white noise machine. So anyhow, right. oh, I need the white noise. So good. So um, there's a there was a study that was saying that you know historically. White women literally don't see black women. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, and so and they don't. What they they, don't. they they literally you could be speaking to them, and uh-huh. unless they really physically turn their absolute attention to you, they don't see you. It, it's very mm. and it's a weird phenomenon. But then when you experience it, you're like, oh shit! So it literally happened to me two days later. I was at work. This woman walks into Jeremy's, and I say the whole thing, and she's just. <laughs> She's looking around and then she looks over. She goes, oh, my God, I didn't see you there. And I had caught eyes with the guard and I just was like, you know, and he was like, she's serious. And I was well, like, we yeah, know if we ever need to spy on a group of white people, we just need to put some black, black women because they don't see us. They yeah, literally they don't see just us, blend so. in with the furniture. Unless it's can I touch your hair? Because that's so cool. Don't touch my <laughs> hair. You've been listening to Nerds and Luxury. Thank you for listening. You can reach us at www.nerdsandluxury.com. You can reach us at any and all social media handles at Nerds and Luxury. Thank you for our very special guests for joining us the one. today. The one, like Neo. Thank you so the very one. much. She is the one. She's the she's the one in the one thousand and one. Yes, yes, very the much. One thousand and one listeners that we very much appreciate. Thank you very much. If you have not rated or reviewed us, please do so on your favorite platform. Um, I know. Montego owes someone a shirt, and I think I just Sosa owes someone is. a shirt. I promise no one. And um, Montego oh. was doing all the promising. <laughs> oh, it's it was the you. One. It's me. Oh, the one. Yeah, <laughs> you are the one. I, I am the one. one. Yes. Get your measurements. He owes you a shirt because it was the only. magician. Yes. 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 The I need to follow reference. you on Twitter. And what episode was that? Don't why? Because. 
I joined Twitter. No, I joined Twitter to complain to Pizza Hut because they messed up my pizza, <laughs> and that's the one and only tweet <laughs> I have. <laughs> I haven't heard a better reason to join Twitter, quite frankly. I'm going to follow you, and I'm going to retweet that. <laughs> I'm down. That was for honest. The cost. Yeah, I love an honest like. I'm here to fucking I bitch joined, people out. I joined Twitter to be petty. Yes. I mean, my what, type of woman. that's a noble fucking that's reason a noble to cost. be honest. You know yeah. what? I got yeah. two free pizzas off of that. See? So. There you Yo, go. free account, free pizza. How okay. many of you have made that much money on Twitter? You have been listening <laughs> to Nerds <laughs> in The value luxury. of two pizzas. Leave yeah, your, your reviews. Add us on Facebook. Add us on Instagram. Add us on Twitter. We get real shady around 3 a.m. Thank you very much. Be Have best. a good best. Dopest flyers, OG pinliers, dopest flyers, OG pinliers, dopest flyers, OG pinliers, dopest flyers, OG pinliers, dopest flyers, 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 loud and hippos are flyers, dopest flyers, OG pin pasta gangster player, hardcore motherfuckers. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist uh, Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Uh, Square footed six rooms up in my residence uh, Blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence uh, We holy shoes to be self-evident